Hello, everyone, and welcome to an episode of Screen Chronos. I'm Steve, and with me as always is Jar Jar Kobe. And today we are talking about season one of Ashoka, also known as Ahsoka. And <laughs> or more formally known as Ahsoka. Ahsoka. And yes. so, yeah, we're going to be giving our spoiler free review and getting into a spoiler discussion. We're discussing some ending Easter eggs, uh, give our thoughts, best moments, best bro moments, you know, uh, things yeah. like that. But uh, yeah, so, so spoiler freeze, we're going to start out with. If yes. you want to skip yes. to the spoiler section, it's in the time description below. We're going to be your thoughts of the show in our score. Um, Colby, tell us some stuff. First and foremost, this show to me was awesome. I loved it. I did. Too. I didn't. I, I didn't um, really have super high expectations going into it. Um, I really wasn't sure what it was going to offer, and it absolutely exceeded expectations. It gave me so much more than I could have ever asked for, really, because it goes into a lot of deep Star Wars and a little bit of unexplored Star Wars lore and content. Um, and they, they go pretty deep into that for a, for a show. So I, that's really exciting for, for big Star Wars fans like us. Mm -hmm. You know, I wonder if a, if a more neutral Star Wars fan, maybe someone who likes it but doesn't love it, would be as into it. But, man, it's like... Like, thank you guys for giving us this, uh, like a lot of fan service. And by the way, if you're thinking about watching it, highly recommend going back and watching definitely Rebels, or at least go and get some recaps of Rebels because it really helps. Um, and there are some callbacks to uh, Clone Wars as well, um, which you should watch anyway because they're fantastic shows. But they definitely will help you understand some concepts in Ahsoka uh steve what did you think man i yeah i i love the show i mean the music was great uh i thought at first the acting was a little stiff but there's there's some characters that are good the whole time and i and i kind of wonder if some of the direction you know the direction you know you're supposed to be stoic and and very jedi and poised and uh, but eventually i it felt like there was more emotion and expression mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and it got better uh the cinematography for it to directing editing was all great it all felt like very yeah. movie i really just it felt a lot of times and you know it felt like this with the lightsaber battles too um mm. kind of like how the episode from uh season two of the mandalorian where ahsoka first appears in live action um it felt kind of like that where it's a lot of wide still shots in really cool places um with very sort of samurai moves, cool music, yes. sometimes just silent mm -hmm. though, no music. Um, and it felt like that whole, the whole season was that. And I, mm -hmm. so I really loved that. Um, yeah, I think um, the attention to detail was very impressive to me. Yeah, this and we was, can, we can talk more in the spoiler part. This was the show. Just little things that really spoke to me as a star Wars fan that I appreciated them doing. Uh, yeah. It's this. Really cool. This felt like there was a lot of of like genuine love. Someone who loves Star Wars did this. Dave Filoni ran this. The guy who did the Clone Wars Absolutely. is like a close friend. Has he, has he ever let us down? Really? Uh, you know, well, the first few episodes of that final season of Clone Wars. The well, not the first few, but okay. whatever ones that were like that's right, Ahsoka that's right, and the the twins. Oh my god, that was the worst. But, bit. Yeah, of, yeah, but like, he did Star deliver Wars. by the end. 
he, he did, did deliver at the end deliver of that by season, the though. end though um uh, yeah yeah and yeah i mean he's involved in the mandalorian now live action stuff um yeah. so pretty much everything he's involved with i mean he knows what the fans would like even if it's not something right. they're just like well we want this he'll give you something like that but it's it's you know it's the better version of sub uh avert subverting expectations that ryan johnson yes tried and failed with like you said there's a lot yeah, of cool i think things subverting it but not changing the fabric of star wars you know i think not anyone changing who is, that star wars dna yeah because yeah. it's it's tough to nail like a lot of star wars fans are like well, what are you a fan of you're like a star wars fan and there's some people like well i only like the originals some people only like the prequels um mm. i don't know anyone who just likes the sequels um but <laughs> i'm sure maybe there is <laughs> Um, but you know, a lot of it is, you know, if you just grow up with it, there's the movies and there's things you speculate with friends and video games and there's so much to star Wars. So I just feel as though this show has a pulse on whatever that key thing is and, and it does it well. I wish this is the show that I wish Obi-Wan made me feel like the entire time, you know, well put, well put. You know, Obi Wan gave us some fan service sprinkled with a bunch of bullshit. But (laughs) I hate to say it. Um, I hate to say it. If you want to hear us debate more on that, you can go to our our talk on on Obi Wan, and we have a whole thing on that. But anyway, you know, some bad things though from this show. Well, well, first of all, before I get before I get about the bad things. things, Yeah, yeah. Before we get into bad things, let me just talk about one more fantastic thing. And if it's if you're debating watching this show. Um, and you're a huge Star Wars fan, let me tell you, there's a lightsaber, there's some kind of cool lightsaber action in every single episode, whether it's training, whether it's a straight-on duel, whether it's a freaking storming of a ship, there is so much cool lightsaber stuff. Um, So, if you like lightsaber stuff, this is the show for you, because they they didn't shy away from it. They're just like, oh, what do fans want? They want to see more lightsabers? Okay, let's give them a ton of it, and it was great. So anyway, bad things about the show. Well, I don't. Not a lot comes to mind, to be quite honest. Um, you could say, you know, the acting was stiff, like you said at times. Um, I will say, there is a time for the most part. Rosario Dawson does an awesome job with the um, with the lightsaber stuff, but I will say she looks a little bit slow in some episodes uh, with her moves. Um, as smooth as they look, yeah, I kind of wish they like maybe sped it up somehow a couple times. And I'm thinking specifically of a time. This isn't a spoiler, but when she's trying to deflect blasters, um, it looked pretty clunky to me. And now, listen, I'm getting I'm getting real nitpicky with this because yeah. it certainly does not ruin the show by any stretch. But that was, you know, when I was watching, that was kind of one of the only things I was like, yeah, they probably could have done that better. But that's really not a ton of flaws for me in the show. What about you? No, yeah, it's it's like I said, it some some of it felt early on felt really stiff. It felt like there was a lot of everyone just was crossing their arms. Sabine was doing it. It seemed like it mm. was like an Ahsoka thing because even when they went to, there's a moment where they show her when she's younger, and mm. there there she's like crossing her arms, looking out. Um, so I don't know if that was like a character thing they're trying that's to something give her? she picked up from from anakin you know when she was being trained by anakin yeah i, I guess and you know. um but it to me it just felt like there's a lot of scenes where you know if if 
if I was to be in person talking to you like this, it's it's either going to seem like I'm confrontational with you or I'm like not interested. So there was a lot of scenes where like, especially early on where her and Sabine are talking to each other and they both have their arms crossed. And I'm just like, and I, and I get to they're they're sort of unsure about each other, but it just seems like the whole scene just seems less interesting to me. I don't mm-hmm. have to say it. Mm-hmm. And uh, but that that seems to go away. It doesn't seem like Sabine keeps doing that. Um, and I then think Ahsoka, there's like a connection they need to form again, too. Yeah, but I'll just maybe there is. It just know. felt really sort of like stiff at first, you know, like in yeah. like how some people complain about the prequels. Some of the acting is kind of stiff. It's kind of how this started out. I was like, this is kind of like that, right? Yeah. But uh, but that and then two. I mean, you know, I've watched all this Star Wars stuff, and like you said, it relies on you have to if if Ahsoka is a character that came from the show the clone wars you know and though everyone pretty much knows about her if you're someone that just knows the movies or the live action stuff that's been out so far in disney plus um even if you've seen mandalorian you might be like who the hell is that orange lady and why is she supposed to be so important um Hmm. but you have to know you know all of that sort of setup uh, and she was in rebels oh and like i said she was in mandalorian and then i I kept thinking of oh, she was in Mandalorian more, but no, she was in Boba Fett, which really became Mandalorian season 2.5. Um, and then this. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's the only other sort of downside is, you know, um, you have to why um, like it's a lot of things you got to get caught up on if you truly want to understand the depths of the show. And it's interesting because yeah. I have a coworker right now that uh, I was telling that Ahsoka is awesome. He's a big Star Wars fan. You got to watch it. Um He's like, okay, what do I need to watch first? He's like, well, you've seen Rebels. He's like, no, no. I was like, oh, okay, well, you should probably watch Rebels, or at least if you don't want to watch all of Rebels, which I think you should because it's a pretty solid show, um, you got to go get a, a recap because they just kind of throw you in with these characters you're supposed to already know, like Sabine and and um, um, Hera, and obviously Ahsoka is in, um, in Rebels later on. So uh, Ezra... Um, Ooh, maybe you shouldn't say Ezra yet. Cut Ezra. Okay. But you'll need to know character. Oh, yeah, you'll need yeah. to know characters from There's a lot of things you need Clone Wars. So Rebels. anyway, I kinda like he's like, I like you started Soki yet. He's like, um, no, I'm still working through Rebels. Like, oh man, that's a that is a long way to go just to to understand the show. So there is online, there's guides to like the most important episodes you need to watch. So if you are trying to get caught up on it and don't want to watch, you know, there, there are filler episodes in Rebels. There's episodes that don't really matter to the overarching story. They're just fun adventures. But and she's not in um, the whole show. But and she's the soak is not, but but again, the characters still goes into this, yeah. Rebels like pretty much all the rebel characters are in Ahsoka. So um, another big, big negative from this show that I think, I don't know if you brought to my attention or somebody else did, you know, Ahsoka has a training room and she she trains in this room and she's all over the floor with her dirty, dirty boots. And all of a sudden that turns into their table. It's and the they table never, they eat they off. They never of. put a. They never put a tablecloth down. Never anything. They, you never see them like <laughs> spray it down. Disgusting. You know? Disgusting. Disgusting. You know what kind of space them? germs are on that table? Space germs. <laughs> oh, just spacey uncivilized. coli. So uncivilized. So uncivilized. 
Okay, I think that's enough of uh, um, non-spoiler talk. I say we get into the spoiler stuff now because let's ooh, give it a some score. Good stuff. What's the what's oh, yeah. score before we get into our spoiler discussion here? Okay, okay. Who's first? <laughs> I'll, I'll go first. I'm gonna give it a nine. Um, I, I'm right there with you, brother. I choose to live. There's hope for you yet. Where Ahsoka, there's like, I don't think there was a bad episode. Pretty this sure is, there wasn't. Yeah. This is kind of reminds me oh. of The Last Kingdom in the sense, like you said, there's every episode has some sort of cool action in it. The plot's interesting to me. There's fan service in this, but it's it's not the substance of it. Like the Obi-Wan show, it right. without the fan service, it's a shit show. And this show, Don't if imagine. you were to just take out some of the I don't want to spoil it yet, but some of the cool fan service things that happen, it's still a good show. Um, you know. Totally. Um, but now we're gonna get into some spoiler talks about it. So spoiler alert, everyone. I already know what we're gonna talk about first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anakin. It's Miss Anakin freaking Skywalker. Not only Hayden uh, by the way, Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. But not only Anakin Skywalker, Anakin, how we left him in episode three, which is our favorite movie. Yes. Um, they de-aged Hayden Christensen. They brought him back. Um, and they're in a very critical well scene. Too. De-aged, yeah, they finally figured it out, I think. You know? Yeah. I, I Again, honestly, Hayden Christensen's not nearly as old as um, Mark Hamill was to de-age him to look down to... You know, so I think it's a little easier probably with how he with how Hayden Christensen looks now. Yeah. Like he's not that old. He's but like what he's, in his forties? Yeah, he's not that old, but honestly, when I saw him in this, you know, he I could tell he looks kinda older, but nothing that like made me like, oh, he looks so much different from Revenge of the Sith. But then I was watching yeah. an interview with him and like he has more wrinkles. He just you know, yeah. like my face at thirty doesn't look like it did at twenty. You know, it just, it has like a little more definitely, sag. Definitely not. <laughs> I Oh, by the way, for my 30th birthday, I watched Revenge of the Sith. That was great. The first that's time I saw it, it was 2005 in the theaters. And that was like, my, that's like the theater experience that like lives in my head forever. Just the, oh my God. Yeah. That was amazing. And I was like, I'll never forget like, that. 11 or 12, I think in 2005. Um, yeah these are the things that made us fall in love with with movies and and shows now you know yeah things like that episode three man oh he looked good and he looked he looked good in this um and it was just done it wasn't just hating christensen's here um because it's gonna make people watch the show it was an awesome i mean that might have been kind of the idea but he was done well in this like yeah there's these his it's really about Ahsoka and putting her into perspective as like, you know, she was a Jedi who was raised during the war. And, you know, and, you know, this is something like us major nerds, we know, you know, we dig deep into the lore and everything. And, you know, it's kind of the downfall of the Jedi wasn't just uh, uh, Darth Vader and Palpatine. 
but it was the fact mm-hmm. that they were sort of so full of themselves and so in control mm-hmm. that they had sort of let the dark side grow. And then even as they're saying we're peacekeepers, they became generals in an army. And then, you know, Anakin mm-hmm. just did see like, look, they're all like, they're all saying they're peacekeepers and, and this and that, and they don't want power, but like, they're going to take power from him. And, yeah. you know, and, and it's, so it it kind of shows that's the environment she grew up in, you know, versus mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. how Obi Wan and Anakin did, where they grew up, where the you know, even though the Jedi were doing those things, I just said it was still sort of like the the typical we keep the peace, we go here, we do yeah. this, we're the good guys, we're the there's not a galaxy war going on, um, mm-hmm. so it was it was useful for that, and then we get to see him like flash as Darth Vader, say some cool stuff. Um, and it's it's like he's giving a posthumous like lesson to ahsoka Mm -hmm. uh and uh, and i think i think we should probably pause and save some of this for later because we're we're jumping ahead i just wanted to jump on it early and and mention it because it's like it it was some of the most mind-blowing scenes that i never expected in a star wars show like this with with hayden christensen coming back um i mean this is i think if we talk too much about this scene now It'll be confusing. So if we, I'm already let's just back it up. But this is that was probably my favorite moment, favorite scene yeah. from the whole show. the The rest of it was great. If again, if we took that stuff out, I would still love the show. But that was just great because I'm yeah, a I huge mean, fan of Hayden Christensen's Anakin, and his fighting in this was great. Um, yeah. They went back to the Clone Wars. It was just. It was great. I was I mean, an un- even unexpected we- treat um, to watch as it that episode came up. Oh my god! I was just—I like, <laughs> I can't wait to break this scene down a little bit later uh, because it—I've—I've uh, I've gone back and rewatched it a few times. It's just so awesome. I—I I, when I watched it the first time, I rewound it again to rewatch it. So did I. So did uh, I. Fantastic. Um, but let's back it up to the beginning of the series a little bit uh, because, and we got it back there. Um, we start off in a pretty cool way, actually kind of reminiscent of, um, I think Vader coming onto a ship just, no, uh, reminiscent of, um, like episode when, uh, one, episode uh, one, when Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan came off, it's, it's actually an old Jedi, like Republic, um, cruiser cruiser, you know, that goes on the ship. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. How did uh, how did who are these people? And it's even like the 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 transmission or ID tag or whatever they're getting is is saying it's Jedi, you know. Yeah. And like, and if you watch uh, the trailer, you already know like it's, it's definitely not Jedi, you know. No. Um, um. But is it a Sith? And that's what we're going to find out here in a little bit. So they they board the ship, and it's um, these two new characters, Balin Skull and um, oh, Shrin Hati, and Shrin Hati, and Shrin Hati, Balin Skull and Shrin Hati. Some, some cool little... So there are these two new characters, um, Balin Skull and Shrin Hati. Who did you know this that the the um, their names are the names of the wolves from Norse mythology? Well, I I looked this up. Um, I knew Balin Skull's full name. I didn't know Shrin. I didn't know her last name was Hati. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. Skull and Hati. And if we talked to a yeah. Norse mythology expert too, 
Um, if you want to yes, listen to an that. episode with him, go check it out. Yeah. Um, but Skull and Hati are wolves. And I think, you know, I think uh, Filoni's kind of like me. I think he's got a thing for wolves. Um, because oh, he totally does. There's, there's like this, these wolves helmets, uh, these troopers for Plo Koon, which Plo Koon is his favorite Jedi um, mm-hmm. in the Clone Wars. And then there's that like spirit wolf in the final mm-hmm. season, uh, season of Rebels. Now, here we are with some Norse uh, myth, mythology names. Um, yeah, Skull and Hottie. And then Skull chases the sun. Hati chases the moon. And yeah. eventually when and Ragnarok comes, they eat it. And that signifies the, the world ending. And by the way, later on, when they're trying to... Um they're trying to get the coordinates or travel to um they're uploading the coordinates basically to this uh planet um that we're going to talk about later um there's like nine like sections that are uploading so um that could be like the nine realms of um north mythology there's nine and then also in the credits um you know i'm taking credit from um one of the star wars this is from one of the Star Wars breakdown episodes. It says Odin as one of like the the planets. Like you know how it goes through like the star chart on the credits. One of them spells Odin. Well, no, so they're we, definitely just we like Filoni stuff. He's he's a Norse myth nerd like us too, and he loves awesome. Star Wars. He's like us. Freaking awesome. It's awesome. Um. Anyway, so in that episode one, I love the way it starts because these two come on. And instead of just going and, and getting some refreshments in a room like Obi and Qui-Gon, they just start just going nuts, right? And it's pretty awesome because they're badass. Like, Ray Stevenson plays Balin Skull. And if just... we I don't know much about him at this point, but all I do know is God, this guy can use the Force very, very well. He's doing things with the Force that I've not seen before. Um, like the way he unlocks the door to get out, um, Morgan Elsbeth, mm. and I don't know. He just kind of goes on a, a Vader like storm through the. Uh, the it ship, was very reminiscent cool. of the Vader hallway scene from Rogue One, um, mm-hmm. and I, uh, Balin is definitely my favorite character uh, from this season. You know, obviously I love Ahsoka mm. too. Should be my second. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I just love Bale. I just love the look. He's just this giant guy with a beard. And he is so like stoic, but he doesn't feel wooden. You know, he's just he's very calm. Mm. He's very sort of, you know, I think we talked about this very sort of reminiscent of like Qui-Gon. He's this he's this big guy. Totally. You can tell he's he has, you know, Qui-Gon had different opinions than the council. And, you know, he doesn't seem like he hates Jedi at all. And, and there's moments throughout the show where he's like, ah, oh, it's a shame we have to kill her. You know, she's like the last like sort of Jedi and. um, Right. Uh, and, you know, his, his apprentice at one point asked him, like, did you do you miss the Jedi? And this is already like turned right. into memes. His line here is like where he's like, I miss the idea of it. Yeah. yeah. But not the reality. <laughs> You know, and they put the Obi Wan show behind. <laughs> um, yeah, he's but, cool, and he's on his own path. He so a little bit about Balin. He um was part of the Jedi Order, and he escaped the Purge. And you know, I think we we off the 
and Mike, we had a discussion like, man, how many people actually did survive the purge? It seems like yeah, an awful lot. That's um, that's another th- but, sort of downside I've had from the Star Wars things, you know, in in I think it's this episode too. Uh Sabine gets stabbed um with a lightsaber. Um and then like the next episode, she's just fine. Like it's not even like a ouch. Um Oh yeah. And uh oh we just what did you what did you say that it brought it brought this up for me? Um mm-hmm. You said uh we're talking about balen and about how he oh the jedi how they um so many survived the purge oh that's right so surviving the purge you know again like some like so, like the I, i'm thinking of obi-wan here so maybe you know like again that girl the girl i forget her name uh but the one who's the inquisitor you mm-hmm. know i don't want to get too in the weeds with how annoying the obi-wan show was but she got stabbed as a kid and then again as an adult both times by Darth Vader Anakin survived both of those um and you know and again she survived the purge we have Cal Kestis surviving the purge um from the video games which I assume is canon I think mm-hmm. it is canon um who Bailin. else do we have we have uh the guy from Rebels what's his name uh the guy who Kanan. trained Ezra Kanan that's it Kanan uh like uh how how many yeah. <laughs> how many I mean Jedi? I guess Anakin didn't do that good a job. Like uh, really. <laughs> but you know in you know, it is cool because in episode three, Obi-Wan and Yoda do go back to Coruscant and they do change the message to try and get as many as ways they can. And I wonder if that was George yeah. Lucas like setting up, you know, like I don't know if I'll ever dig into this, but if I do this at least we can always explain why maybe a handful of Jedi yeah. are still around. And I think that's a great point. Yeah. So, oh, and more Ahsoka survived. survived the purge, you know? Right. But she wasn't in the order. She wasn't. But they the still were trying to kill her, if you remember that. Chip. Yeah. True. True. Like every clone trooper. That was an amazing scene. <laughs> like everyone was trying to kill her. Because originally, everyone, when we didn't have that season, I was like, well, that's why she's alive. No one even went after her. But yeah. everyone was trying to kill her. And that yeah, on yeah. that ship, the whole ship was trying to kill her. <laughs> yeah, but but listen, I'm not so going to complain not too dying much about from this. light cybers and like yeah. deaths, like and like to me, it's just like, is anyone dead? Like Darth Maul lived, that girl, I know, uh, Inquisitor lived. Uh, again, I'm I'm glad Sabine didn't. Die. How come Qui Gon didn't live? God damn it, Qui Gon got stabbed one time in and out, and he's dead. And, and the thing is, I want that to happen. I don't want to keep bringing people back. Right. But it, right. it's it just, oh, yeah. And then Ray, you know, with uh, Kylo Ren, she stabbed him and just healed him up. You know, like, it's I I just want lightsabers to mean something. If you kill someone with a lightsaber, you should be dead. And there's there's a whole. Uh, I, I feel you. Seen this? I was there's always a, a little annoyed even when they brought Maul back. At me too. Although it, it led to some fantastic story, Same. don't get me wrong. Same but I, but at first I was a little annoyed. Like, so, well, this takes away like Obi Wan's thing. Obi Wan was the Jedi who killed a Sith Lord. Like that the was first one in forever. You know, that's on your resume as a Jedi. And 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 I'm happy. I'm happy that they eventually did have him kill him again. Yeah, like it, it did come full circle. But but anyway, it. it I complained, but at the same time, it led to amazing, amazing stuff in in Clone Wars and in, I, in Rebels too, right? But it just can't um, keep happening. I want lightsaber injuries. Wars. 
to mean yeah, something. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and again, I, I just don't want, I don't want to have like a million people surviving the purge. Um, right. I, I, I feel, I, I, I think we it. need to start stepping away from that um, yeah. in future shows. But anyway, though, we're yeah. talking about, but they, they went and Aileen. by the way, um, his uh, apprentice, she has a Padawan oh, fly in my face. Her, uh, his apprentice has a Padawan um, little braid that we yeah. see like all the Padawans have. So, so he, he like keeps some Jedi things. It's kind of interesting. He, he you know? likes the idea of it. You know, that's what he I likes like the him. idea of it, but I think he also knew how flawed it was. And I think Qui-Gon, like you mentioned how similar he is to Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon might've gone down a path like, like him had he lived because Qui-Gon was being influenced by his former master, um, Count Dooku. Dooku. Um, who also saw the flaws of the Jedi. Dooku obviously turned into a Sith. Um, I don't know if Qui-Gon would have turned into a Sith, but I think he might have departed a little bit from the Jedi. Um, and and honestly, Ray Stevenson almost sounds like Qui-Gon sometimes. Like, even his voice, the way he talks. I, love I was him. like, oh, it's like... I love him. As it's cool. Character. He's um, awesome. It's, it's so... The sad. very, very sad thing. Ray Stevenson had um, passed away. Um... It's this sad, year. obviously, for many reasons. Um, it's really sad because he his character was amazing and let left a lot to be had um, of really cool um, story for him. Um, so you know, obviously, what a performance to go out on uh, for him. He was incredible. And really sad to like see more of him. Big guy. He's like six three. You know, just yeah, just like he—he's not like a super muscular guy, but he's just like sort of a naturally large framed dude, and totally. uh, he's just like intimidating. Like he's just so much bigger than Ahsoka and everyone else around. You know? Yeah, I've I've saw Absolutely. some things about replacements for him, and and like I I think some of them are good. Some of them are kind of bad, but uh. One of them was two of them are from 300. The guy who was Gerard Butler's, um, like second command, the guy whose like son got killed. Um, if you look at him now, I I forget his name, but he's got short hair and it's white. And I'm just like, he looks pretty badass. He could look badass. Cool. Gerard Butler himself, which I would fucking love if they had Gerard (laughs) Butler coming in this. And, uh, oh, and they had Graham McTavish, I saw on the list. And, doesn't have hair, oh. but he'd be kind of interesting. I like Graham McTavish. I'd like interesting. to see him in Star Wars. He'd be interesting. I don't know if he'd if I'd want him as Balin, but I would love to see Graham McTavish in Star Wars. Um, who's from Outland? He was in. What was he also in recently? Um, House of the Dragon was it? No, he's in The Witcher as Oh, The Witcher. The Witcher. Oh wait, yeah. he was in House of the Dragon. You're right. He, he was, was a guard. You're right. You're right. You're right. Was he, he was, was a, he in The Witcher too? Yeah, he's in The Witcher. He is. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Dijkstra, um, okay. sort of a creepy political figure in the show. Right, and that's I'm having a slog getting through that show. But that's another thing. So anyway, though, anyway, anyway, they show up. So so they show up and um, they take Morgan Elsbeth, who by the way is who Ahsoka had a duel with with the um, awesome spear. Um, I think Morgan had that year in season two. Um, so she turns out she's actually like a night sister, or like a descendant of them, yeah, as well. Which is which is crazy. But they they take her, 
Um, and they have this, I guess she hired them as mercenaries if she ever got caught because, um, Balin's like, yeah, like we got paid well for this or whatever. And they go, they leave. And then we cut to Ahsoka and I love the way Ahsoka's, um, story starts in this is like an Indiana Jones type scene. Yes. Right. Um, she's at this old planet. It's a cool, it's got old statues. It's definitely like, uh, got a connection to the force of some kind maybe an old um maybe the witches like i don't know but it was definitely like an old like ruinous type feel very Indiana and she goes Jones, very sort of like uh 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 fallen what, fallen order or jedi lost Sur- last survivor what? Jedi. F- the first yeah, one yeah the, the video game <laughs> yeah with cal kessie's the fallen first order. video game fallen, fallen order. order that's it yeah fallen order like you're finding totally cool totally has that feel jedi relic stuff and so many other like Jedi yeah. video game stuff that we we haven't necessarily seen in movies, but now it's like it's just that texture in the show. I love it totally. And so she goes and she does a little lightsaber trick where she like spins the lightsabers with the force around her to cut through and go down. And she does that in Clone Wars as well as a Clone Wars one of the the shows. She does that at one point, so it's an old trick that she does. That that was just a little cool Easter egg, right? It's also a deleted um, scene from Revenge of the Sith where Obi-Wan and Anakin, they go back to back and they do that and they go down and like they have, yes. they like, I think maybe they go underwater and there's, um, but they see, uh, they see one of the Jedi council women, the, the woman, whatever species Ahsoka is, Shock, they saw Shock T. That's it. Shock T. They see her get killed by Grievous and they, they do that. Oh, which I'm just like, I wish that was in a yes. movie. <laughs> yeah so so that was cool and she goes down and she finds this like uh ball that's on a platform that she like you know this is definitely going to be booby trapped or something or it's going to call out something you know um but she sees on the wall like three witches with like orbs okay cool old uh force stuff that's cool Mm -hmm. and she takes this this orb that's in the middle we don't really know what it is yet um but she takes it and um it, i guess it, she comes back up and there's a freaking cool droid just standing there with its weapon and it like just doesn't even budge and it is it's pretty cool and a couple more come out and she has to fight them off very this is sort of you know like that that episode of uh mando where she came in it had a very sort of like samurai feel to it where she, like, you know, the standing and which is, you know, like the spaghetti westerns, uh, the ones with like Clint Eastwood um, are inspired by uh, old samurai movies where they just sort of stand at each other and they draw their sword real quick and the fights over like real quick. And that's sort of like how the gun duels came in those uh, movies. And that's that's really sort of the feel of pretty much the whole show. But especially here, it just kind of digs into that. Um, totally. and like you said, I really like her technique in this and throughout the whole Mm -hmm. show and um but yeah it's just every now and then it's just like yeah it kind of kind of looks like you're kind of just slow you know going through the motions or something yeah uh yeah yeah but there are some fights where it doesn't seem like that so i don't know if it's just some of them they weren't worked on as well or or what but right generally that's how it feels i mean she probably fights better with lightsaber than i do but oh no 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 doubt I would say she looks good for most of the time, but there's definitely those instances where 
where it looks like they they could have at least reshot it or done some kind of camera trick to make it look better. I would rather them keep it though like this than than like speed it up unnaturally because no, not speed it up unnaturally. Just you know, I don't know. Like sometimes it just looks so slow. Um, yeah, that it's just like like there's no way that technique looks good though. Technique looked great. It looked great. Still, so anyway, more enjoyable to watch than. I think anything from the sequels, except it's definitely better. Yeah, because thing. she's got that like great, like really sleek technique that she learned from the Jedi Order. Like we always talk about how it does make sense that Ray and Luke wouldn't be that skilled with a lightsaber compared to like the Jedi who are in the Order practicing every day. Um, you know, and she ha- still has those skills, which is really cool to see. And um, we find later, you know. Ray Stevenson Balin has some of those skills, even though he's more brute force. Like he's got like that brutish force though. Um, anyway, she uh, manages to beat these droids, but they had self uh, destruct things um, built into them. So she has to run and her droid that she's hanging out with is actually from uh, clone wars. He is like the droid who knows everything about lightsabers. He takes um, the, he teaches the kids too i don't know if he takes them but he works with the kids in clone wars and he takes them to like the caves or after mm-hmm. they get their their crystals from the caves yeah um yeah it was interesting he was a character in this yeah and i think it's cool because he is obviously uh, made by like the jedi order or whatever or for them and so in his wiring it's like perfect jedi code is the way that's that's the way to go and ahsoka if you know from Clone Wars, she went off on her own path. She is sort of becoming what we call a gray Jedi. Um, not quite Sith, not quite Jedi. And that's the idea is like if you can use some of the dark powers of the Force, you know, it'll or make at you least sort of like their perspective instead of just their saying, per- understand their perspective. Yeah. Because it was kind of that, oh. that self limiting view. That would right. sometimes make the Jedi's hypocrites or just not effective in dealing in a situation because, like, well, we can't do anything that would be bad in any way, and right. and to do that, you know, it, it kind of led to again them becoming then the generals of this army and then losing sight on the fact that they were peacekeepers in this war that's really just a meaningless war between endless troops, you know? Um, no, totally. But yeah, yeah, but but again, too, it's it's sort of that lineage from Dooku that we got to see in Tales of the Jedi, where Dooku was someone who didn't really want to leave the Jedi Order, but he was frustrated with things, and his apprentice was was uh, Qui Gon. Qui Gon was mm-hmm. we saw was a little bit different, and then he raised Obi Wan, who was I would say was probably the straightest and narrow, but then his Padawan Anakin um, was was definitely that deviant from the is as far as you can go. And then his apprentice was Ahsoka. So she got to see there was sort of that lineage, you know, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. And it's just a question of how, how is Ahsoka going to manifest it? You know, as she tampers with more of these dark sides of the force, which, which we do see a little bit of when she battles, she definitely uses techniques. The Jedi would not have taught her. Um, for example, later on, she like picks up one of the um, bad guys shooting at her and like puts him directly in the path of another blast fire, like a blaster fire and kills him like that. And it's like, okay, that 
that's sweet. pretty sweet, but but I don't think Yoda would be teaching the younglings that move. Um, so anyway, um, let's get back to the story a little bit here because um, so she gets away, Ahsoka manages to get away, and we end up meeting again um, Sabine at Lothal, which is that planet that like a lot of rebels the show rebels takes place on Lothal. It was sort of their um, home base there. It was like their home base. And Sabine's actually living in like Ezra's old little tower. That he's and let me to. talk about this. So, you know, they're having this sort of like ceremony to commemorate um, the, the heroes of Lothal. And, and there's this, the cool mural that we saw at the end of rebels is there. And it's like, and it's exactly the same. Yeah. Like they're they're drawn in the show as if they're the cartoons, which I thought was cool. It's like oh, it was, that is pretty cool. Um, and like, like it's clear that they had like her scheduled to come out for this. So to me, that says she agreed to yeah. come out and speak to everyone because the whole thing was like just him introducing Sabine to talk to everyone. So that means they, it's not like they were just like we're gonna put on a thing, and Sabine's gonna show up. When we ask her to no, like to me, that says she knew about it and agreed to it at some point. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. So, then they're like, well, where is she? And she's just driving a motorcycle. She's like, look how cool I am driving my motorcycle. And it's like skipping. I'm playing hooky. You agreed to this, though. Like, why are you acting like, know. and you know, and they're trying to show like, oh, she's so sad that all of her friends are dead and gone and and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, like you, you agreed to this, like, <laughs> And now you're like ditching on the thing that was solely about you and you agreed to. No, I, you know, they're no, trying to show, yeah, you know, exactly. she's she's tough and emotionally damaged and all that. But I was kind of yeah. that's this is like, again, like the with the first episode, I was like, I don't know about this show. Like, it just it just seemed kind of dumb to me, like, like just to show like she's tough and damaged and stuff, you know, maybe right. it's just because I've seen that but, like so many times where like, like, look at the hero. They're a bad they're a bad boy, bad girl. They're driving their motorcycle and they're not listening to their superiors. Look how bad they yeah. are. Yeah. But but when they do get back and she's she's at her, her home, you see some of the things in her place. She sees a hologram from Ezra who basically is saying like he knew he wasn't gonna come back um in Rebels. He like he knew he was basically saying goodbye to her um basically saying i'm not gonna be with you anymore but like you can do this whatever and also you see her mandalorian gear um sort of packed away off to the side she hasn't used it in a long time it looks like um but also don't don't forget this is an important thread they were trying to train her to be a jedi she even trained a little bit with a dark saber or at least to use a lightsaber yeah they never person. they never they were, trained her in the four stone rebels which was no thing. no that I'm just like, is that like a retcon or are they just, I, I don't know. But yeah, that was, that was something I was like, oh, she has the force. Like we've never, ever yeah. talked about this before. And know. and they use the force in the show, obviously, um, that she has the force, but they do allude to her being pretty weak with it a lot. She's not really good with it. They're trying to get it out of her. They're trying to get her to understand it more. Um, there's a great training scene later on with, by the way, I love that Ahsoka's got a, like a training studio, right? That's and 
I want one. She's, she's I want practicing. one of those. I want Not only one. does she practice, so she has Sabine practice, and uh, she likes it, keeping her skills sharp all the time. She's got all these lightsabers. She's got the all the freaking utensils you could use to make yourself better, like the droid that shoots at you. You got the the blind face shield, and the droid is also, I think, made for training too. And I don't know if you noticed this, but when they're training with Sabine and they're having him with four arms and it's just like lights as lightsabers and she's practicing moves through them, they, it shows the accuracy through the blades. Like some of them are like lit different ways mm-hmm. to show like which ones were the right hit. And it's like, it's like, oh, that's so freaking awesome. That was pretty sweet. And was- very, very cool. Like it, like, like a grievous uh, arm thing too that he did. You know? Oh yeah, with four arms, yeah. But like, uh, I don't know that little detail, like that, like they're checking how accurate her her swipes were there. Um, I was just love that stuff, love that stuff. And by the way, there's a hologram, an old hologram of Anakin training Ahsoka. It's like it's from before. You know, she just capped it and she uses it to train, and I was like, oh, man. Very cool. That I need one of those, man. Me too. I had a, I, I, I just had want a one. <laughs> hologram. Like I'd be using that every day. For- my Hayden Christensen hologram. Oh yeah, that would that would be like my morning routine. You should do that, Steve. You should just now. I know it'll be hard for you as <laughs> <laughs> going as a physical therapist today. <laughs> I, so I that was cool. The, just the Jedi like essence throughout the show. You know, it's just yeah. that's why I love the the Fallen Order game and like Kotor and mm-hmm. just that Jedi like essence was just throughout and they even the whole have thing. um yeah, they even have Sabine later training with the blind helmet on. Um, which is cool. By the way, don't forget Kanan was blind in Rebels. He was blinded. Yes. And he had to learn again how to fight being without his eyes. So that was cool. Speaking so, of Kanan, him and Hera, I remember the ending of uh, Rebels. Mm-hmm. She had a child with like green hair. And I'm like, is that supposed to be her and Kanan's baby? Because like it always seemed like they were romantic in the show, yeah. but maybe because it was a kid's show, like they never, I don't think they ever showed them kiss or anything. But apparently he got her knocked up before he died because. That is an mm. interspecies child. She has, that which I did not know is possible. Have Have we ever seen this in Star Wars? Have we ever heard about this? Like a, like we've seen interspecies couples, I think, throughout like different things. But I don't know if I've ever seen, like, what is it then? Like, because it's a she's a twi'lek. Like, I feel like we would not have somewhere, right? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. But she, it's a twi'lek human baby boy, and. uh that's pretty I guess, interesting. I guess it was compatible reproductively. Yeah. What does that mean? I, I doubt all these species are compatible with each other with their reproductive systems, right? Yeah, like, but like, yeah, because if they were like, is as much as everyone interacts, like, I feel like we'd see many more like hybrids, or maybe that's like why we see so many random alien species because there yeah. are so many hybrids. I don't know, but what? But, what does but, it but mean? It's definitely Kanan's kid, and he wears Kanan's shoulder guard. Yeah, on his right shoulder. So it's like it's Kanan's cool. kid right there. Cool, very cool. And not only do we get Hera and we get 
all these other rebels, but we get freaking Chopper. <laughs> we get Chopper, baby. Yeah, Chopper's great. Chopper, one of the the weirdest droids of them all. I th- always thought. I like um, him. He's sassy. I like him too, but he's always very quirky. He's got an attitude. Um, he's got probably more personality than most droids. Yes, and he has a pretty sweet scene. So basically, they um, uh, how did the orb get to um? How did well, the orb get to? Um, Ahsoka had it. She shows right. it to Sabine, who of right. course like just leaves Sabine alone and like this is the map to Thrawn. And if right. you remember, that's why she she went after Morgan Elsbeth in season mm-hmm. two of Mando. She wanted to find Thrawn. Mm-hmm. Thrawn, Thrawn, Thrawn. And and so that orb, but the orb then, if you remember, at the end of Rebels, uh Ezra, who was the main character, yeah. the the young Jedi being trained by Kanan, he um was fighting with Thrawn in that final battle. Yeah. And those giant uh, space whales. I forget what they're called. Uh, like Purgles or called something Pergen. like that. Purgle. I think a Purgle. Yeah. But they come and wrap around like the ship that they're dueling in. And like, and they can like hyper space travel. So travels faster yeah. than the speed of light. That's how they travel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they blast away with the two of them. Um, so kind of Ezra sort of sacrificed himself to save the planet. And um, so anyway, though, a map to Thrawn for Sabine means a map to Ezra, who she misses. Right. And I wonder if there's anything romantic there. I feel like everything in Star Wars besides like Han and and, uh, Leia and then Padme and Anakin, I feel like no one ever has like a direct like we see a romance. We see people kiss. Like, I feel like everything's like, don't show kissing. Don't allude to sex. You know, just show a baby. No, no baby bump. Just show a baby when the show's over. Yep. You know, um, right? It's yeah. It's a, yeah. I kind of wonder if Maybe. they have some romantic, or if it's just you know, they're, they're with how bad and, she wants to go get him. It's you know, it seems strong. So she takes the orb. She leaves with it. She goes back to her tower house, and guess who else goes there? Is Shin Haki, who I like her character. She's creepy. With the, yes, she's with creepy the eyes. and she's creepy, but she's still yeah. She's she can tell she's skilled, but mm-hmm. she's still learning. Um, you can tell she is definitely under the influence of her master, right? She's, she's um, definitely which leaves her dark side, but again, just like her master, like she's not like Sith. She's not like I need to serve the dark side. It's just she uses the dark side more often of the Force. Yeah, but but she's just a mercenary, you know. It's it's yeah, not like she's just mercenaries. I want to conquer the the galaxy and and be the next yeah. Sith Lord kind of thing going on. And and this is where she comes in and basically um, remember Sabine has Ezra's lightsaber, the green one, right? It's, it's, is that Ezra's or is that her own? That's Ezra's, yeah. That's Ezra's. And um, <laughs> I'm just being like Ahsoka. I caught myself and, um, doing this, and I was like, "This is kind of hypocritical." I'm doing this when I was yes, it is. Now I'm yes. just going to do it intentionally. <laughs> but she tries to fight Shin, but Shin just dominates because just Sabine's not that good, and and she stabs her. Which and is Shin's like, okay, probably a dominatrix too, don't you think? Don't you think? 
I would think so. I think she's into yeah. some S and M. That's what. <laughs> no. So many fans are but like she... into her. You're like, I'm. I'm really? not like. I'm not like sexually into her. I'm not saying like. Are you serious? That's the anything. thing. But I like. I see tons of memes of just like, like people like. I watch Star Wars for the plot, and it's just like all pictures of her, or just like seriously. I haven't like, seen that yet. Me- like memes, like of a guy like pointing to her picture, and just like this. This is the most perfect thing. Like, oh, really? it seems like there's a lot of guys thirsting for. Her. Um. Anyway, well, I know she's a cool character, but I wonder um, what that the, says. The, you know, she's scary. actress does a great, great job with her. Um, oh yeah, I like her. It's uh, Ivana Sakno. Sakno. That's how you say it. Sakno. Sakmo? So she's really good. Uh, anyway, at Sakmo, so she wins. She takes the orb, but how are they going to find the orb again? They have to go out in the ship, right? With Chopper. Is this the point with Chopper and the tracking device? Yes. Yeah, and Chopper has a sweet like spins his body around to throw it on while <laughs> the <laughs> ship like goes upside down. So that was pretty cool because Chopper did do more things like that than like compared to other droids, probably because he has little arms. I know. Um, you know what? That design was actually one of the original designs for R two D two that they didn't use. That's cool. That's cool. So now they no, no one no one can be R two. Let's be honest. No, no droid can ever top R two. R two is the greatest of all time. Hands down, he's and been through everything. He's been, been through, through everything. C three PO two, even though he's kind of annoying, has yeah. been through everything. Yeah. Um, who, by the way, later on, it, it's not super important to the story. C3PO shows up in a meeting later on. Um, and it's freaking awesome. You know, the actor who played him back in the original movies has played him in every like appearance. And the guy's like in wow. his 70s now. And it's still. You played him, him in this too? You played oh. him in this? You played him oh, in yeah, the Oh, yeah. Anthony Wars. Daniels. Anthony Daniels. Yeah. Yes. Everything. That's awesome. Everything that is awesome. he's done. That's. That that's awesome. I wonder if he's one of the only actors to like have been in freaking everything. I think Ooh, uh, that's interesting. I think Mark Hamill's done. Well, Mark Hamill hasn't been in like the video games. Like video games of Luke has been someone else, I think. Mm. Um, but he he was on set for like the Mandalorian and stuff, even though the face was bad. Yeah, he I'm was. Not- they did that, and they had a double and things like that. But... Yeah, but he wasn't in the prequels all the time. Like I think he, I think he no, did. No, you're right. Oh, yeah, so yeah, he wasn't in every movie then. Yeah, you're right. He wasn't C3PO in every movie. was right. Yeah, C three PO was in every. C three PO was in Clone Wars. I don't know if he voiced him in Clone Wars, but he was he in did. Rebels too. I think he did both. So yep. oh, we'll have to look this up later. If he was the like the only one who was in everything, like for I don't most know everything. If he was in Mando, but, but like, true, first of all, true. he was in every movie. And secondly, anytime C-3PO has been shown in like any major show or movie, it's him voicing him or and or acting him. Fantastic. So anyway, um, by the way, we had in that episode, we had a cool lightsaber duel, even though a ton of cool lightsaber stuff. You had the, the duel at the end. You had them coming on the ship. And that's just the tip of the iceberg, baby. You episode get so one. much more. That's episode one. So anyway, um, Oh, probably not spend as much time on every episode, but yeah. Sabine and um, uh, Scree or whatever the 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 apprentice of Balin, their Shin, lightsaber Shin fight, they look good. I don't Shin know Haki. if they look pretty quick. I don't know if they like had more doubles throughout their fight or something like that. 
mm-hmm. um, but their fights look pretty quick. Um, I'll say. Yeah, that. and look, I guess you could make the argument that that Shin Hati should be, um, probably more skilled than like Ray, because she had a, a master who was directly from the temple, mm-hmm. right? That and a good director this, too. You know. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and a good show director. Yeah. So anyway, um, they get this map to Morgan Elsbeth, and they go to a planet called. Um, hold on, this is a, this is a nice little Easter egg as well. It's called Sito, which I think is in Greek. It means sea, which is this thing is at like the sea, and Situs means whale. Oh. And so they're on this they're on this planet. So it's a little bit of a, a cool little wordplay there. Um, and this planet is like really close to the pathway of of the whales. The ma- the whales have this like migratory path, this life path that they go on through the universe, and um, you can like hear them from this planet. And I really love how Star Wars uses like stone ring circles because it's just like there's so many in, on Earth that like we don't know what they're they were used for. Obviously, probably not to connect um maps to uh, other worlds but uh maybe maybe we maybe don't maybe we don't know like, why they were used maybe dude i don't know maybe it was an ancient civilization that was here before we ever were and they used stones yeah, yeah. They, but, but they, i love it just gives you like man. oh man like this, these are old you know there's like an old civilization use these and i think like the music even like when they walk up to them sounds like old and mythical and mm. it's it's really really cool um and they use this like stone circle. They put the um, orb in it and creates like a dome map through which it like points up through one, and it basically is giving them the coordinates to where Thrawn is. Um, and they just need to upload that to um, to uh, to Google Drive. And another thing too, I guess a little complaint here is is maybe they explained it and I missed it someone can let me know but what is like how is there a map to thrawn like thrawn was taken was away this too randomly well, no, no, by no. I, the... I don't think it's no no it's not a map to thrawn i don't think it's that, a map that's, i think that's what everyone's calling it though because that's no Morgan... it, because it is because it is but i think it was originally an old map to where the whales went do you know oh, what I mean? so they just because, because i think it just... was yeah, I think they know that the whales took him, right? Yeah. And they've heard the lore that this old civilization you had mapped out where the whales go. Uh... And I think they knew that. So they're like, oh, if we can find this, this will take us to where the whales took Thrawn. That was and also one of my early pathway. Complaints, but never mind. It's a new, it's like an introduced lore. Like we haven't, I don't think we've had it before. We've had the whales before. We had the whales in Mando even. We had the whales, obviously, in all, in the cartoon shows, but the pathway to the planet's called Peridia is like a new lore introduced into this show, and that's where they, that's why they looked for this orb. Does that make that makes sense, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and they just think that this is where Thrawn probably is because the whales, because they don't like apparently there's like no other way to like to follow the whales. The universe. They go so freaking far into the universe. They go through this thing called the void, which Balin refers to at one point. Like 
he says to her, these uh, coordinates better be exact because even if they're a little off, we'll be lost in the void forever. So uh, there's like, there's like a void they have to go through or something. Where there's just no space. Wow. Which is kind of cool. trippy to think about. I don't really get it. I thought space was no space. It, wait, no, space is just space. I'm confused. Space is anyway, nothing. But, space is but, weird, man. But nothing is in the universe. So, so the universe, nothing so is in the if universe. If you left the universe, you might be in the void, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, man, it's, but anyway, there's a void that they don't want to get caught into. Balin knows about it. Um, but that's how distant this place is. Like, it is, you can't just drive there, right? <laughs> you have got to. <laughs> There's no bridge that's going to take you there. Google Maps, but, um, not going to get you there. That's why, like, they have those, like, ring hyper um, space rings that we, like, we see Obi-Wan using in uh, episode three and two. We see it multiple times throughout. Um, but, yeah, this one is like, got seven different engines on it, so it's huge. So it's, like, bigger than any one we've ever seen before. And it's basically supposed to take them be strong enough to take them all the way to where the whales go. Another galaxy. To another galaxy. And so, it's yeah. Pretty cool. So that's I don't what know if we've doing. ever talked about. I don't know if we've ever talked about another galaxy like in Star Wars. Star Wars has always been another galaxy other than ours. Far, far away. Yeah. And I don't know if we've ever talked about like going to another galaxy, which is in while we're in Star Wars. So that theoretically. Did you see, did you see the news yesterday? That um, and again, this is on Instagram, and I don't exactly know what this means. That I think NASA has picked up a radio signal from eight billion years ago from a distant galaxy. What, dude? That's what? Yeah. dude. It's it's got to be from Star Wars because George Lucas said in a galaxy, um, you know, a long time ago, far, far away, right? Like that was eight billion years ago. So that's a long time ago. What if Star Wars? <laughs> is like George Lucas receiving a signal from this other galaxy. And like, yeah, he just like was the only one on earth to get it. And he's just telling the story. He's just, okay. That's it. Star Wars is real. Everyone. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> it's real. Wow. I didn't anyway, know. I don't know. I don't know what that means. If they just like heard a sound, I don't, I don't really don't know. So go, go read for yourself what that was. Okay. Um, everyone. Cause I, I don't know exactly, but anyway, where were we? We were talking about whales. They're trying to get to Thrawn. We're talking about whales. Did you know um, killer whales will at will attack yeah. little humpback whales, like basically like a pack of wolves? And, and yeah, like well, a, and now they're starting to attack humans. Which ones? Killer whales. Killer whales. They're, they're starting to. Um, there's been um, a few incidents over the last couple. They like never attacked humans before. Like. Like almost never, and all of a sudden now they're starting to mother like gangs of whales. <laughs> That's awesome, Mother Nature, baby. She's coming for you. She's coming for us all. Um, but I don't think those whales can hyper travel. Uh, like Shamuk, you don't I'll, think I'll Shamuk have to watch can... the National Geographic again? And <laughs> I've always just assumed he could. I thought they could, <laughs> but you know, hmm. I don't know. Anyway, so anyway, so where, where, like, who was doing all of this, um, 
like who's putting these stones up and who was looking into the whale travel so long ago in the star wars universe and i know one theory is that it was the rakuten people oh, that's from who KOTOR. apparently who apparently yes absolutely but they apparently were the first ones who uh, invented um, hyperspeed to be able to travel like that and they used it basically derived that power from the whales somehow cool and so that's why they sort of worshipped or I don't know if they worshipped them but they they're a big part, part of their culture I think and they used that power to like take over the the universe as much as they could and they were like ruthless I think um, yeah. If if you've ever yeah. played Knights of the Old Republic, that's it's a video game, two video games, and then there's a MMO mm -hmm. uh, called The Old Republic, which is set thousands of years before the first Phantom Menace movie. Um, and you yeah. run into the Rakatan people there, and they they were the people that also they made the Star Forge, which is a thing in that game. Um, mm -hmm. And I just love that you know all of that awesome stuff that all of us Star Wars nerds loved. Disney was like, nope, Legends. And and now Filoni just keeps like bringing it back. Like Ron was in Legends. He's like, canon. Nope. He's in Rep Canon. Canon, 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 Canon. Fine, you want to let me in canon. charge? Canon. <laughs> canon. Everything's canon. No, uh, and it's cool because they actually refer to the Rakuten people. Yeah. Is it an Andor or is it, is it in Boba Fett? I can't remember. But they talk about like, oh, this is a relic from the Rakuten, you know, civilization Ooh. or whatever, and so it's canon. Like they've mentioned it in the show in oh. these in these series, so it's it's very happened. Cool. So very very cool. Um, and so like Our that's why these things are set up. Um, and the Zepho too. Yeah. Remember the Zepho from Fallen Order? They're an ancient civilization, I think. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. Anywho, yeah. though, so that's cool. I love, I love that uh, they're getting into that old. And again, this would mean nothing to like a lay Star Wars fan who's not so into that kind of stuff. Yeah, just it would just be oh, okay. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. And um, yeah, so so that's pretty cool. And Ahsoka um, and Sabine, they go to this planet to try to catch, track them down before they go to get Thrawn because they are basically saying to themselves, well, if Thrawn comes back, like that's not good. That is bad. That's going to be like the end of civilization as we know it if he comes back. Oh well, um, yeah, if you remember it right now the the point where we're at, we're after the episode six where mm -hmm. Luke beat Darth Vader and the Empire destroyed. Um and before Ray and Kylo Ren and everything in the sequel trilogy where the resistance is there basically like another empire comes back and and beats mm -hmm. the new republic um that's formed um so we're between that time change and it seems like the mandalorian is setting up um or it is pretty much set up you know it's showing a lot of people who are remnants from the empire coming back and now we're alluding to thron who is this mm -hmm. amazing empire uh admiral and you know, if they bring him back, it's just more war again. And that's, you know, it's 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 a cool way to sort of show how the resistance came up. Because that was one thing I have to say from the sequels. I was just like, like we, we beat the Empire and they just it came back 10 years later. Just the whole, all of them came right back. And they're, they, they like won. A, a ton of them. <laughs> again. Like, like stronger than ever. 
like <laughs> it seems like the galaxy wants an empire <laughs> like it just seems like it's yeah. what they want <laughs> it seems like they want to so, have like this power that just destroys them all i don't know and it's yeah but that's the so anyway th- there's that and that's front. the point we're at and so they're they're trying to stop that from happening but sabine is sort of in this between stage where like yeah she doesn't want them to be able to bring Thrawn back but she also wants to go find ezra and that's going to become really critical later on here when, you know, they land on the planet. I think like they sense them. And so then they go and they attack the girl attacks with some inquisitors. There's a cool inquisitor. And by the way, the inquisitor attacked Ahsoka earlier when they went to some plant where there were old like Imperials working at the plant and they found that kind of sketchy. Yeah, that was that was a cool scene like, too. Yeah. And he like, threw his lightsaber at her. Mm-hmm. like in it that was sweet that was a pretty good battle and really and she, cool he, she just like she just like moved a second and what she knew exactly where it was gonna go and it just missed her by an inch mm-hmm. that was sick just he's got the i think he starts with one blade then he turns it into the double and just classic uh, i think what's his name marak i think and he looks like a knight, a medieval black knight, and he looks great. Kind of looks like one from Rebels who died um, with the helmet, but I think he's different. And um, he also kind of looks like there's if you played the video game The Force Unleashed, there's an ending where mm. you can, the main character, if you choose the dark side, he basically you kill Darth Vader and you replace him as the Emperor's apprentice. Um, and he redoes him in like this helmet and garb. Um, and he kind of looks like that even. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, really uh, cool bat- little duel right there. Again, just so much lightsaber stuff. And then we get another cool lightsaber battle by the ship where the Inquisitor's there. Um, and Sabine, I can't, and um, this is when Ahsoka is also helping fight. She like picks up some of the guys with blasters and like, puts it in front using a little bit of that dark side and when they kill the one guy he like disintegrates or like into this like green smoke oh yeah dust the, or something the, with the screen inquisitor with the helmet on so yeah so was he just like a something the witches were conjuring or or was he oh that's a good point a night brother or something i was like so really weird smoke come out of him yeah, and I don't think we got an exact uh, explanation for that either. But because uh, they, they both kind of like when it happens, they kind of look at him like, "Huh?" Like they didn't know either. What, what the frick was that? <laughs> yeah. You know? In in like but, Balin and her, you know, they're real people, and they seem like they have motives and everything. I I was curious about him. You know, he's just like this yeah. weird dark creature thing that's with them. Yeah, but she. And goes, what what color do you think their lightsabers them? are? orange because i'm a bit colorblind they're orange right okay. yeah right yeah so they're not red like um like the sith. something in between to show that to make sure they're not sith you know they're they're certainly their own thing so anyway ahsoka went to face balin one-on-one right one v one trying to take that orb away because i think um morgan had gone up to the ship right yeah and they were just hanging back she's ready to go she's ready to get out of there and go um as soon as it uploads so the thing's uploading slowly they got that dial up 
you know, they got to up the Wi-Fi in that planet. And um, Ahsoka comes in to try to battle Balin. And, you know, Balin's got the upper hand most of the fight. It was pretty sweet. It was a great little duel. He, uh, I, and that's one thing I like about this too is her and him fight twice and he definitely beats her both times. Um, mm-hmm. the second time she, she doesn't get as thrashed as she was in this one, you know, and she, um, and she gets away. But I, I like that he's not just some like easy to beat villain, you know, and oh. no one feels like easy to beat that she fights. But um, no, for sure. like when she was fighting the other guy, you're just like, all right, she's better than the Inquisitor mascot. But I, I Yo, love totally. that's another reason why I just like him. I'm just like he he's he's not someone that you just beat just because like you're the well, main character, you know, when, when you think about him, like they were both trained in the Jedi arts at the Jedi Temple. So their skill level there should be good. Did I don't know who Balin's master would have been, but obviously Ahsoka had like the best master, the most skilled master of all time. Um, but then they both branched out and started utilizing other parts of the force. So like he has done pretty much everything Ahsoka's done too, as far as skill, like maybe Ahsoka against another Jedi would have an advantage because she would use the dark side of the force. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, but against this guy, no, he's, he's also tampered in these, in these dark arts. Yeah, they're both too, the that, same. Uh, except- makes him more powerful. Yeah. She probably leans more light side and he leans more dark side, obviously. It seems it seems that way that gray, which I think is. Yeah, but it's sweet to see two gray battled out. She's not she's definitely he's got the the upper hand for sure. Um, She still holds her own to an extent, though. But it's when um, Hati comes back that she notices Sabine didn't because Sabine had stayed back to fight her. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I can't remember what what happened with that. Sabine ended up. Did, she didn't die, obviously. No, but what did she do? I think I think Sabine was actually getting the upper hand, and she yeah. ran off. Oh, that's um, right. She ran off. Yeah. So she comes back, and Ahsoka assumes Sabine got killed because she came back. Obviously, it wasn't Sabine who came, and she gets mad, and she picks her up and freaking throws her against one of the rocks. Which is so like, I don't know. It felt very dark side to me. Yes. It felt like anger got the best of her there, mm-hmm. and that's that's the point where um, Balin sort of exploits that and just basically slashes her down off the cliff. Yeah, and it's, I'm just like, come on! Of course she's not dead. It's like people outside of George Lucas's Star Wars, like they don't mm-hmm. just die unless you. <laughs> Unless you cut them in half, you know, and yeah. uh, but it was but she, it was such a sweet fight. I was I think that was the one that was quiet. There was no music or anything. If there yeah. was, there was like maybe like a drum beat every now and then, and and kind of like how it was in uh, that episode of Mandalorian, where it's mm-hmm. just it's very sort of like samurai quiet, sort of assessing each other, then attacking. Mm-hmm. It was it was pretty sweet battle, but uh. Does does Balin try to convince her to join them at all? I'm trying to remember. I think so. Yeah, and he says, yeah. I, "He's I, like I know, trying." Like, I know he mentions it's like a shame. Like we have to kill you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, because I like, love how matter of fact he is. He's just he's just doing his business. I, like 
she obviously has more emotion in this. So like he's just like doing a job. Obviously he's up to something more. Yeah. Cause he kind of says to uh, his Padawan, he's like, he's like, if Thrawn comes back, we're going to know power. Like, like you can't even imagine or something. And so it's like, Oh, that's very Sith like thing to say, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, you definitely see Sith, by the but, end of the show, he has his own goals too, um, going on, but yeah something bigger than everything you know i think mm-hmm. you know and he's i feel like he's like he's a mercenary but i think he's also like using them to achieve what he wants you know yeah um so anyway ahsoka freaking landed at the bottom the, at this ocean and we just get this okay so here it comes here it comes i remember texting you and like, then also too it, yeah. but oh, yeah, before yeah. this sabine yeah. then oh yeah yeah hands them the orb or they get her to come with them oh she she comes she comes and has a gun to the orb she's gonna that's break right. the orb forever before it's done uploading and they'll never find Thrawn. and that's when balin uses like another part of the force to like connect with her almost like he, he just uses his brain and he's just like oh well then i guess you're never gonna find ezra you know mm. you can come with us and you'll, you'll be able to find ezra and just manipulates her just totally manipulates her and she She's like puts the gun down, and that's when she like gets force choked right after that by Hati because she wanted revenge on her a little bit. I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, basically she agrees to go with them, which is bad. Which is like, god damn it. But yeah, she doesn't go she after Soak or anything. She goes with them. So it's like, and then it's just I think that lens. It's got to be love, right? She's got to love Ezra. Like it's got to be. I think so. Love. It'd be cool to see be cool to see a romance between the two um, okay now we can talk about it right now now we can talk about it so the ocean transitions into like stardust into ahsoka like waking up in like what seems like it should be water but really is she like is waking up in another dimension in the world between worlds which we have seen before in rebels yeah ezra had um gone to the world between worlds and he actually saves ahsoka in the vader battle he like pulls her through one of those portals Mm -hmm. um and so she's been here before i think you can only get to it through like a near-death experience or something and yeah it looks freaking great yeah ezra got there um there was this mural and on the mural there was the the three people from the the Mortis planet or or the Mortis trilogy, or whatever, mm-hmm. and on it it was the father who represented balance, the son who represented the dark side, and the daughter who was the light side. And that's when he went through that. And they they come to play later in the show too, but uh, yeah, she Absolutely. wakes up, and it's like, is that motif happening currently in the show somehow? too is a question so it's it's cool like these are the things like the details like this it's like wow Hmm. that's great yes it's great so so she gets up in this world between worlds which looks fantastic i thought it looked cool in the cartoon too yeah and who does she see to end the episode anakin skyhopper anakin freaking hayden christensen skywalker Hayden like, Skywalker. As he was before he fell in lava. 
like his beautiful our, self, our beautiful his, boy. And um, and then the, the episode ends there, and I could not freaking wait for the next week to come. I was just. I remember texting you. I think at this point you were still starting the show and I think you were a little skeptical in the first couple episodes. And I, I was, was skeptical. Like, dude, 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 watch. You've got I was, to. This, this episode that if, uh, the second or third episode, I don't know whichever one it was where she fights Balin and we get a little bit more from them. I was definitely more into the show. Um, I was definitely into it. But then I, I was a little afraid just because of the Obi-Wan show. Where it, it felt like they sort of were just sort of like, we'll get we'll get the hardcore fans to talk about this and create hype for it by throwing in some some things they like. We'll throw in Hayden Christensen fighting mm-hmm. uh, Ewan McGregor, you know. And I was I was a little afraid um, that it was just it was that it wasn't going to have any sort of meaning. There wasn't going to be any substance. It was just going to be Hayden Christensen standing there, and you know, just just boring crap happening and that doesn't happen it's amazing and it's like i said it reveals it kind of explains more of ahsoka's character um i'm sure a lot of it too was just dave filoni like all right like i'm directing live action now and now i can like play with the things i created and bring in the real guy and i can show the real darth vader and and do the the, like the the story plot lines I've set up all the way back from like Clone Wars and things like that. I can I can do all that this episode. I have an excuse to. Um yeah. I'm sure that was part of it. But again, it's it's meaningful. It just doesn't feel like worthless fan service. Like exactly like having <laughs> Ewan McGregor just say hello there for no reason. You know? Like it doesn't feel like that. Um right. so exactly. And this is probably the best episode of the season, I would think. I'd I mean, say they were all really the last good. one. The last one was the last one was great as well. Amazing too. So, Anakin basically starts off by talking to her. And by the way, like the lightsaber that he has on his belt as Anakin is actually Vader's lightsaber. It's oh, not, yeah, I didn't notice that. Not, yeah, yeah, it's it's Ooh. got like the black in it, so it's like Vader's saber on his belt but he's anakin so it's like okay sweet but it's Um, blue at first and and there's all this kind of stuff like uh symbolism like if you look at the pathways the path behind anakin is uh, a dead end and the path behind her veers off to the left right (sighs) and so basically they start dueling you know anakin's talking to her yeah starts off like kind of like like, one last lesson snips one last lesson snips like yeah it starts off like he's talking to her like they're still good friends and and everything and and they start fighting she's already dueled him as darth vader in rebels so she Mm -hmm. i don't think she knew he was vader before she fought him at that moment in rebels that confirmed it for her yeah yeah that definitely confirmed it for her when she saw him, which is again in Rebels is an amazing part of what Rebels is amazing. So they're fighting, and Anakin is so cool because Hayden Christensen doesn't look like he's missed a beat, man. He looks so good with a lightsaber. Oh, looks- and I'll say because of that, that I do because it sometimes is like maybe 
because I know in the this the prequels, the lightsabers they use then were just like sort of like hard sticks and they added the mm-hmm. color onto them. Mm-hmm. But since the sequel trilogy, the lightsabers are actually real glowing things that you can smack off each other. Um, yeah. And I know that's that's even what they use in Obi-Wan and this show, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like I, I was wondering if like in this show, if that's why some of the lightsaber moves were a little slower looking and it wasn't like Rosario Dawson, mm-hmm. I was like, maybe it's just because of like what they're made out of. You can't swing as hard or, or maybe they're harder to swing, mm. but there are some moves Anakin does where you can just tell he's, he is moving fast and you can tell it's just like right before he lands the hit, he's like slowing down, you know, to match yeah. Rosario. And, and I think that's one thing we, we like, we love about the prequels is like, Oh, uh, Ewan McGregor and Anakin Skywalker and the guy who plays Darth Maul. And these guys spent so much time practicing and training that they actually got really good. They're like that really they good. didn't even need stunt doubles. They like, they were so good with lightsabers. Oh yeah. When, um, they had all these moves down. And when I've had people um, like watch like the prequels with me and I'm like, like, look how crazy fat. And like a lot of times, like if they didn't grow up watching Star Wars and, and are super nerds like me, they're like they're not really that fast though. And I'm like, yes, they are. That is them. That's the actors just going bananas on each other right now. Totally. I mean, totally. it's all scripted what they're doing, but it's that's that's so fast and so technical, and you know, it's it it just feels yeah. like a Jedi who can sense a little bit in the future, use the Force, and they're trained warriors you know all these things it just feels like that's how a superhero would fight you know if they had a lightsaber oh, oh totally and, it, and what's cool about it is remember ahsoka's trained by anakin so she knows some of his moves mm-hmm. she knows some of his moves um I, I think anakin throws in a little bit more like trying to like stab more than he used to um which is it called a Vader more so. That's what I, it um, felt. And there was some Vader technique thrown into some like bigger, heavier hits, some bigger, like heavy stabs kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so Ahsoka is actually like Anakin's kind of pushing her. She's, she's blocking everything. She's doing okay. And she actually gets a move and she kicks him. So it's like, oh man, she got a, she got a kick on uh, Anakin. And Anakin's like, okay, now I've pushed you <laughs> all the way to my dead end. And it's pretty sweet. He just like cuts the floor out from under her, the whatever path it was, and she just yeah. drops. And I think I think at this point in the episode it might cut to more story elsewhere, but when it comes to boring crap. Like, but it comes back uh, to this. boring crap. It, would, it comes back to this. <laughs> I love this next part too, dude. This was awesome. And, you know, uh, one of the things I love about, uh, like Star Wars prequels is the, is the Clone Wars era that it's in. But we really don't see too much, like, of the Clone Wars during the, the movies. Um, we see it at, we see it start at the, uh, beginning or at the end, rather, of episode two attack the clones and then we see it end throughout uh episode three but episode three doesn't just focus on like battles and things like it starts off with one of the battles of the clone wars but then most of it's about anakin and then eventually how he falls to the dark side but you know the show between that there's some awesome battles 
things it's just like it's like uh like saving private ryan meets star wars yeah. you know but yeah. like it's there's something better to see it live with real things and like mm-hmm. we we get a we get a little taste of it you know there's there's a lot of totally. like dust and shadow and things like that um so we don't yeah. we don't get to like see a full scale what it looked like and i'm sure part of that was like let's do this to limit the budget but it still made it like a cool atmosphere and it made it feel like yeah. it's it's a dream it's like you don't see yeah, all the details in a dream you know in a right. flashback it's just it's right key things you remember and see and i love how she works she so well. wake it works so well but when she falls she wakes up as a little girl like closer to the age she probably would have been in clone wars Maybe Which at the beginning of the Clone Wars. Crazy even. to think about. There's this child yeah. in a war. <laughs> well, by the way, like Balin is probably the same age, roughly, as Anakin when you think about it. If he was a Jedi, that he's probably a similar age now. Maybe. Which is interesting. Maybe even uh, Ahsoka um, age, because I think Ahsoka should be kind of old by now. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, if you yeah, think about it, she was older, in Clone obviously. Wars and then. All the way to the end of the sixth movie is, is she now. ghosted? Hmm? Which she just ghosted. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's like, nah, I don't need to fight the emperor or anything. No, <laughs> no, she didn't. No. Rebels. She came in in rebels. Um. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's right. She was a, um, she was clearly an adult in rebels. So let's yeah. say she was like in her twenties, maybe thirties. Then you know. So and she's probably young in this flesh. Yeah. So she's probably like in her thirties or forties now. Oh, so I guess, yeah, Balin's probably more Anakin's age. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah, whatever. But, but the little girl who plays her, I'm pretty sure it's the same little girl that plays young Gamora in the flashback. Oh, that's of, right. That's right. I think I saw her. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, they get her. I mean, honestly, I feel like girls <laughs> in, in, in like dream realms, Mm-hmm. in like different realms just just briefly that's her only role it's the only thing she goes for <laughs> i play young aliens young alien yeah. women yeah but i love how this scene develops she's just standing there with this in this sort of dark haze and a clone trooper runs by her and another one and another one and it's like we're in a clone wars battle baby there's like blaster fire going off like in the in the mist you know mm-hmm. you hear it it just it makes me feel like i'm playing battlefront 2 again or I'm, yes know, that's what battlefront 2 vibes going on dude, yes dude battlefront 2 was I mean, a key star wars experience for star wars nerds let's be quite our age the and the new one now yeah for our age i think the clone wars is the favorite sort of era yeah of star wars right i mean it's so cool um and so many cool battles and stuff and anakin is like he this is cool because he looks like the animation here they cut his hair they give him the armor that they use in the animated show which i don't think we've ever seen in live action yet no no yeah which i don't love the armor like well, in person but it's, it's a cool fan service and the top of it does kind of look like the top of Darth Vader's like cape holder thing that he eventually has. So that is kind of cool to see. Yeah. If you've seen uh, Obi-Wan's armor, now that's pretty. I would love to see Obi-Wan's armor. I would wear Obi-Wan's armor any cool. day. Yeah, cool me. armor. I like, yeah, his armor really it was great. 
And with um, Ahsoka here, as a girl, she says a comment to Anakin while this war is going on around them. She's like, this this isn't what I trained for in the Jedi. Which is, again, calling back to like, the Jedi have become something they were never supposed to be. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be guardians of the of the galaxy, not um generals. Not generals and, and warriors and wars like and warriors like that. Like and so it lends itself to like back when Ahsoka was was contemplating leaving the Jedi Order, right? Um and I think that's a pretty cool moment. It was such a cool scene and then just the discussion, you know, with her and and I guess this battle what we did see in the Clone Wars, or we saw the lead up to it or something where Ahsoka took charge and, you know, a lot of guys died. And that's one thing she's talking about. And she's seeing like the bodies of the guys now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really cool. The discussion she has with Anakin and just how he's talking about how she's grown up in this war and that's what she needs to be. But you can also tell like, this is what Anakin was made for, even though that's not what he started out with. Like, this is his realm. Mm-hmm. This is where, mm-hmm like he thrives is the battle mm-hmm. that is what he wants you know um and it's not necessarily what she wants though even though she grew up with that but it did like influence who she is though um and it's just it's such a cool sort of different jedi lesson thing you know i keep talking about like this you know these jedi essence moments and like the moments from like fallen order and like mm-hmm. the, the the all the original movies and like the KOTOR games, just the, like the morality, the light side, and the dark side. It's just it's mm-hmm. just differently explored here. And it's it doesn't totally. feel it doesn't feel like a Ryan Johnson version of just like you know, of crap. Yeah. It's just it's so cool and unique and mystical and makes you think. Um, I'm mm-hmm. sure I could just dig into that scene more where they're talking, but it's I just totally. like just just watching it just was so good. You know, and I was never like Ahsoka. a major Ahsoka character fan. You know, to me, no, like the Clone Wars were always like that show. And I was watching, I was like, this is like a fun, like, like seeing what the battles, you know, might have been like. But like, I never yeah. thought of it as like canon, like, oh, Darth, Darth Maul's back. He got chopped in half. Yeah, sure. Whatever. It's now, the but cartoon. Now you have to. But now, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, and- this definitely made it connect more to me, too. Um, you know, 100%. And seeing Rex too in person, that was sweet. Um, come on, come on. Now I just want to see like a 501st show, you know, like we're just Anakin. I would love, well, I mean, the closest thing to that is the Bad Batch. It's not, they're not the 501st, I want to see, but I want to see Anakin, Rex, and his group just go on a mission, fight like Asaz Ventress or someone. So there's a lightsaber battle. Maybe we could just, you could just make it one episode one little live action movie or something you know i don't know that'd be great that'd be great i'd love to see something so anyway that'd be sweet um she sees anakin after their discussion he walks into the battle and this was imagery man just flashes to darth vader again too just showing like like, this is what he's made for it's blue light with the with the clones around him and then it's red light vader no one around him and then it's blue light again with the clones running into the distance and it's like i didn't notice the man. no one around him thing that's pretty sweet yeah they all the clones like disappeared like he was alone you know he, and then he was alone pretty much after you know 
So, yeah, but in so Battlefront Two story, the five hundred first was still with Darth Vader. Do you remember that? Right. So I th- yeah. I think Rex maybe was the but Rex didn't stay with. Him. But anyway, though, I'd well, love yeah, to see I don't the know show. If Battlefront Two would be canon really. Because I'd I love think, to see. Then they decommission a lot of the clones after. Yeah, but I think they kept some to start or something. We're, we're kind of seeing that in the Bad Batch show. Um, yeah. So. So yeah, and well, how does it go from there? So they they have that moment, and then they start fighting again somehow. Then he comes back um, yeah. after that vision in the lesson, and now he's got a red lightsaber. And he's just like, mm-hmm. you lack conviction. And just, yeah, that was amazing. And he's just wailing on her now. And now he's got like the, the evil eyes like he did at when he was at Revenge yeah. of the Sith, killing the mm-hmm. the uh, the separatist leaders. Yeah. And even oh, like it even like flashes, oh, by the flashed. way, like to Vader to you hear you, you see Anakin walking, but you hear the. Yeah. So and you hear the big boots of Darth Vader just stomping. That was yeah. So cool. And he Amazing. and from this point on, he's freaking Vader here. He he's fighting like Vader. He's going at her. She is like scrambling a bit, but she eventually gets back on her feet and she she does the move that Anakin did to Dooku to disarm him in episode three in the beginning. And she holds the lightsaber up to Anakin's neck. And it's the red lightsaber I think he took. Mm-hmm. She took and she decides to spare him, right? And obviously this isn't a vision. She um, turns it off. And this is also a little unfinished business duel between her and and Vader from Rebels that she was pulled out of, too. Because that well, duel I, wasn't I th- over yet. I think he was going to kill her, though. And I think that was... Yeah. He uh, Ezra definitely saved her. And uh, Yeah, no I, doubt. No doubt. But um, here, it's cool because she discards the lightsaber. You know, she's not going to choose that way of the Sith that would would kill. And you see Darth Vader turn back into Anakin. Yeah, I love seeing that. He like, smiles. Oh, she does that, and he like goes back to regular Anakin, regular eyes, blue lightsaber, calm demeanor. He's like, all right, okay. Just... Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's just Anakin is one of the coolest characters in film history, and in, in in history. I mean, yeah, and he did have that, obviously. He had that moment with his son where it brought him back to the light side when um when Luke threw the lightsaber down. Yeah. You know? Anakin um, did not. He cut off Dooku's head. <laughs> he decided to yeah, yeah, yeah. to listen to the Emperor and he went for it. And then he yeah. sliced Mace Windu. You know, whatever moment you want to say, like he was definitely yeah, in the dark but, side. Um but yeah. Luke, yeah, but Luke threw it down, said no. Eventually, and then that that lent itself to turning him back into Anakin. Um, so freaking awesome, man. And obviously at this point, um, Hera, no, was it Hera had flown in and they're looking. Yeah. Her yeah, son looking for her. Like when they come to where they last saw her oh, and Sabine right, yeah. from the droid, um, he senses through the force. He's like, do you hear that? It's lightsabers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's right. They're all yeah, like, yeah. you're fucking weird. And, <laughs> There's something wrong with you, and interspecies yep. force child, and and then they go off into the ship though, and they pick her out of the water um, from his guidance. Um, 
And then from then on, Ahsoka's yeah. like, I'm wearing white clothes now because I am Gandalf the White. I'm Ahsoka the White. She's Gandalf because <laughs> she was wearing dark robes before. Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting. It was it was cool. I liked I liked her uh, white robes transformation there. Another little uh, yeah, but it, it uh, sort like, of makes you feel like she came back complete or something, or mm-hmm. like she 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 upped a level after that that yeah. lesson for me. And she, she's like she definitely went up a level. She's wiser. She's that's really cool. I feel like too. This is where her that's really cool. acting starts to be less like stiff. That whole scene where she had with Anakin, I thought was good. But before that, I felt like yeah. it was very like, like I said, just crossed arms. She like kind of smirk every now and then, but there wasn't like any sort of like, there wasn't any like Ahsoka ness to it, you know. And I get she's older now than she was in the other uh, shows, mm-hmm. but but now I feel like she kind of like jokes. She kind of like smiles and looks like interested in things. She's she's not just crossed armed, you know. She she definitely likes to cross her arms a lot, but um, but. It feels like yeah. after this, it's it's more of like what I thought Ahsoka was, you know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and um, with that power now that she can go and she can convince whales to 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 put Eat her. them in their mouth and put me in your mouth and digest, but just to suck on. I know. Um, can you imagine, like, just going for a run, just like holding? Like something like a metal, yeah, yeah. Nice whale. That was a Um, sweet scene, though. Too. That's why, even after all that ended, I loved just seeing like her white robe transformation, and then force talking with the whales. Her demeanor changed, and just the the VFX of it was pretty good too. I thought just it looked so cool seeing these massive things in the sky, and then they fly by that ship in space. Um, Mm -hmm. it was, I, I just, I was, I felt like kind of that shot of like star Wars rejuvenation Mm. that Mm -hmm. I felt back when, like when we first saw force awakens, you know, like that, do you remember that feeling? We were just like, star Wars is back and it's amazing. Like I got that, that sort of like feeling when this, this episode was like wrapping up. I was like, man, star, I love star Wars. Star Wars has always been right. good. Right. I don't know why I ever complained. About so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's so good. It didn't dude. again. I did not expect the show to make me feel like this. I didn't expect it, man. And it's great. It's I'm so happy about it. Me too. So, yeah. So they, they're going to get to where they need to go. By the way, they, the planet of, I think it's Peridia, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is this planet apparently is like the original home of the Dothamiri people. I'm pretty sure this is like their actual ancestral home, and they actually populated Dothamir, named it after themselves. It was a different planet that they had to go to for some reason. Um, but so again, another cool ancient force use planet. With temples, a temple that kind of looks like Ministerith. Yeah. Uh, a little bit, right? Very sort of Lord of the Rings sort of planet. This one yeah. is with the big statues and the temples. Yeah. Yeah. And you get this sense because Landscape. we meet these, th- you know, we meet these three witches um, who are holding orbs, just like in those carvings in the first episode with Ahsoka. 
that this planet has a special sort of uh, connection to them that they they especially thrive on a planet like this because of the the magic i guess that it, i don't know it, yeah the, the way they <clears throat> these uh like dathomirian witches use the force it's kind of more Night like sisters. sorcery magic yeah the night sisters mm -hmm. in the clone wars that's who they were. they were the the night sisters and on their planet the zabrak were the the men who were like kind of like their slaves kind of mm -hmm. uh but then every now and then they choose one and they just make him just a beast and yeah and uh <clears throat> so that was kind of cool but uh so yeah so these are kind of like the female version of what uh darth maul is um mm. and, and they're cool they're really well done they're creepy they don't they don't smile they're just no ancient they feel i very liked ancient. how they look in live action this was a great yeah. oh yes yes live yes. action translation yeah they creep me out I, like, mm -hmm. I don't i don't like anything that you guys do um <laughs> i don't want to be involved just, don't be involved i want to be involved with these ladies <laughs> well you know that's my biggest fear is old ladies and yes. it is <laughs> <laughs> I told that to my wife the other day when we were watching a scary movie. It's like, oh, old ladies are my biggest fear. And she's like, you know, you're going to be married to one someday. And all your patience. Uh, I don't know. Well, I'm just it's funny kidding. when you say wife. I mean, I'm Kobe no. and I have a wife. You know? <laughs> no, what I mean by that, though, is like in, in scary movies, old ladies creep me out. Like um, when they make them all creepy. Mm -hmm. They always seem to be the scariest. <laughs> They always seem to be the scariest. But anyway, these witches, they have the orbs. They they like sense the Jedi-ness in um, Sabine, who had arrived. And they're like, this wasn't, she wasn't supposed to come. Like, we don't want any Jedi um, aura to taint our Taints. witchcraft. Awesome. And, and um, they like bind her with their orbs. It's cool. They put her in like a, a, a chamber of some kind um store store her away yeah right yeah um so anyway i think they eventually let her go though yeah um i and this is another reason too balen's like hey i made her promise and he talks to when thron shows up he tells him that yeah. and he's like all right i'll let her go um but he's like i don't have to promise to help her out and i don't i didn't promise yeah. i wouldn't send you and your apprentice after her to kill her um but yeah let her go yeah um mm -hmm. which is which is i think cool like the cool like honorable side of balin too again he's not like he's not just like the evil sith listening guy he's i like that they're right. their own party the two of them you know like but, they're but, not but thrawn is also going to use this to his advantage too mm -hmm. And so, I think, yeah, so um, Morgan's like, why the heck would you let her go? You know, and, and he's like, well, because she's going to lead us to Ezra, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, and Ezra's like yeah, the, let's talk his biggest defeat. And yeah, let's just talk yeah. about Thrawn showing up. So they're they're on the top of this temple. And then just this Star Destroyer just shows up. Not. Yeah. Star Destroyer. Is that what they call the ships? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's just like there's like lightning and crazy stuff going on and it, it just like parks it's like docking bay over the top of the temple 
and all these like stormtroopers have it looks like their armor is like maybe like taped up and stuff to like stay together yeah but it gives them like personalized in some ways yeah yeah and there's this one stormtrooper with like a face like a like the gladiator face from like uh gladiator the movie gladiator with russell crowe remember that big lion guy and that face that's like his stormtrooper mask face and uh and they're just all chanting thrawn and and the guy shows up and it's the guy who voiced him in the show which is sweet and it's the same guy too i didn't realize he's in the witcher he's that one Mm -hmm. wizard uh, i can't remember his name right now that like Geralt talks to in the first episode and he's throughout the rest of the show again i'm having trouble getting through the third season haven't been in but anyway he's in it he's also in sherlock I think I He's, remember that. He too. plays the guy with the glasses. Um, that, that he doesn't really use the glasses. It's it's in his head. He's like Sherlock. Remember? Uh, he has his mind palace. Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, and he is the he's a Danish actor, Lars Mikkelsen, the brother of Mads Mikkelsen, who has already been in Star Wars as Galen Urso. That's right. It's his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, who's also been in uh, um, a multitude of other things that uh, he's both very, very good actors, very good actors. Um, and I have to say, so, yeah, I was never like a huge Thrawn fan. Like, yeah, it's just like when he was in the, the rebel show, like everyone's like, oh, Thrawn's back. And, you know, he was in the original, like the the, the sequel trilogy that was written. Um after right. the movies came out i think even after the prequels came out um, right uh there was books written about what the sequel trilogy was and um which i started reading the first one uh and it's good i like it way more okay. than the other thing so anyway though uh yeah never big thrawn fan um though and like in mando season three everyone's like thrawn thrawn's here thrawn's in charge i like that he's like a smart imperial guy mm-hmm. written you know instead of you know like a lot of the imperial generals seem kind of stupid you know they make like he's always like the one that's like oh he might win but like i was never like where's thrawn like when's thrawn right. gonna come back you know that was never me i think i think it might be because him he doesn't really fight himself yeah he just says he's just the general and um orders other people around and he's really smart good strategist yeah i like that that part of him i like that he's a strategist i i also like too that he's he's like calm i i I think Mm -hmm. that's one thing i really didn't like with the sequel trilogy uh villains is like everyone was just screaming all the time and and even like uh the obi-wan show just like if you're a bad guy you're supposed to scream you're supposed to you're supposed to show you're angry and scream all the time that to me like when i see someone doing that like i just think they're like they're out of control and I'm like you like they're not gonna yeah, do anything the bad. fact that he was calm was more intimidating in this that's show what i mean and that's the the original yes. trilogy the villains in that were calm the prequel trilogy dooku uh maul oh, yeah darth Sidious, all calm they all like mm-hmm. the the baddest dude you're gonna run into is 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 someone that's that just knows they can screw you over and they're thanos they have yeah, thanos, thanos. 
fucking just Ooh. sitting there with an army. <laughs> just, I don't know. He's awesome. Yeah. But uh, you're right. He, so that's he, what I that's like about like him. sort of what makes him intimidating. Yeah. And, and Lars Mickelson does a very, very nice job. Um, obviously painted blue. So um, <laughs> he looks you know, creepy too. He looks creepy. Live and, action translations and creepy. Working directly with, with uh, the witch sisters who um do cool night sister type stuff like uh, later on when they're trying to get in like she resurrects the dead clone troopers which was awesome um actually they would be stormtroopers not clone troopers stormtroopers yeah there's stormtroopers because they're from the empire right right right. remember this is from the stormtroopers right 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 so they're stormtroopers can you imagine Um, too like staying loyal to the empire after being shot into a different galaxy you're like after like by space whales and just like i'm gonna keep serving the blue guy on this strange planet even though we have no way of getting home like what else are you gonna do i'm just gonna tape my armor up and just chant his name like this is a cult (laughs) this is a cult of of people you know yeah to be loyal for this long and just like tape your arm up and like thrawn thrawn like (laughs) Yeah. like so does yeah. anytime like thrawn like gets up and like gets his like stuff from the microwave does everyone like thrawn thrawn and, like form an aisle yeah for yeah it was exactly. a cool scene it was a cool scene well it was cool but but meanwhile ahsoka um arrives with the whales um with hera and, and i think hera's there right yeah she go with them no hera's not there no hera didn't go oh she well, stays the behind droid. right She's so the her droid, droid goes yeah, with her droid, and they come out of the whales, and apparently they they talk about the whales. This is their migration path, and when they get to this planet, that's where they die. So there's just a, a whale graveyard is basically making a ring around this planet. And what I thought was really cool is when they arrived, they set up freaking like a minefield that is just basically impossible to get through without hitting one. Like it was everywhere. Yeah, I thought it was cool. And they start just you know. hitting those, and they're like, when they're out of their ship, and they're like, at least the whales will get rid of some of it for us and they're like and the whales are like no and they just <laughs> they just hyperspaced <laughs> away and you're like oh oh another thing so too anyway. i'm wondering um and i and I, I saw this somewhere else um ahsoka you know she's traveling through the whale through hyperspace and everything mm-hmm. and then if you remember grogu with mando uh Jinjar, oh, saw they saw yeah. some whale traveling I wonder if that was supposed to be like her and in, in her whales you know or if that was just unrelated it's just some other whale That'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool. Couldn't, I'd have to think about the time and everything, but because yeah, I think I season would three, up. Thrawn is back because everyone like in that Empire meeting is like talking about Thrawn and how he's in charge yeah. or something, you know. Uh, and Moff Gideon's like, right, whatever. So, I've been here like the whole time. Like, why are we talking about Blue Guy? Yeah. You know, and I like Moff Gideon too, talking about villains like. Oh, yeah. I'm also yeah. like too like we have totally. Moff Gideon. What do we need Thrawn? For? But you know it's cool. Thrawn's back. Whatever. Yeah. Thrawn and connects us to Ezra as well, who we get to meet here in one of the last second to last episodes. I think. Um, well, well, first of all, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Ahsoka shows up and she has like a force connection with um, Sabine, who's like in the chamber, and that's how she ends up finding them. But Sabine is let go with one of those freaking rat thingies. Like, like a big rat, rat dog, or I don't know. Yeah, what it is <laughs> looks dangerous though. Um, but it turns and, out and they basically, nice. yeah, they track 
her the um Balin and um um Hati track her because they want to go get Ezra, right? Mm-hmm. And um yeah, she she basically goes to try to find him. I thought it was cool here too that, you know, he promised to, you know, help her go to Ezra and then uh Balin's apprentice who has seemed pretty blood angry towards uh Sabine so far. Like mm-hmm. when they say like, hey, we're going after her. She kind of seemed like, uh, is this the right thing to do? You know, kind of thing. Like it, yeah. it seemed like there was some questioning from her, which I mm-hmm. thought was mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Yeah. And um basically she she is going and she happens upon a little person. Uh <laughs> I don't know what these things are. But oh yeah, um, the little turtle dudes. Little little turtle dudes. And um she follows him back to a village, and that's where Ezra is. And she finds him. They have a cool reunion. I like up a the little guy bit. plays Ezra. I don't. He just yeah. he really seems cool. fun. I don't know how to describe it. Like yeah, he, just when I first yeah. saw him, I'm just like that guy seems like a really nice guy. Just like just yeah, first which him, Ezra man. is, which Ezra is. Yeah, because there's some and, people um, that like they smile, like and they're an actor and they're like playing like a nice character and like it just doesn't feel real. But I feel like that guy is like a really nice uh, happy guy he seems like it maybe yeah. he's a terrible a jerk but he seems like maybe. it. i don't know i like him. Yeah. yeah he was cool and he's living amongst these little things that um i think they they are uh, mechanics or something they can repair stuff um and they live in little shells and like they float around in these shells and it's funny when like bad things come they just seal them up mm-hmm. and hide um yeah they're cool they're funny and later on when they're confronted by the girl and um the soldiers too they um sabine's like here you're the good jedi take the lightsaber and he's just like nah don't need it don't need it and it was cool actually i was kind of like you know the 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 nerd in me was like take it i want to see you fight with a lightsaber yeah but um at first i was like why why wouldn't you have the lightsaber? But maybe they, I think just for like the point of action, like making variety in action, I think, I think they were too, just like, like um, yeah. And I also think there might be something with him using the lightsaber. Like he might be, I don't know. doesn't want to use lethal force or something like that. He eventually does though. Cause I was thinking yeah, the same thing. And yeah. when they, the three of them go to the temple, like they all kill those stormtroopers because I was paying attention yeah. to the same thing. If if you if you watch like the Clone Wars uh, show um, when it was back on Cartoon Network, and then the the next last season was on Netflix actually, mm-hmm. and then the last season was on Disney Plus, and the all the seasons before the Disney Plus final season, like they showed like lightsaber stabbing people, they like. Yeah. It showed lightsabers hitting people, killing people. I didn't show them like get get decapitated or delimbed or anything, but it was very clear lightsabers like you fought a person with lightsabers that kill people. But like Rebels yep. and the final season of Clone Wars, lightsabers were just to like chop the fronts of guns off, you know, like and then like oh, yeah. and then they're disarmed, you know. And I always thought that was so stupid and lame. And it's just like mm. any kid watching this has seen some Star Wars movie. If they've seen the prequels, they've seen Anakin get three limbs chopped off and lit on fire. If they if they've seen yep. 
the any of the original i mean the first episode episode four like a guy loses his arm and it's bloody it's a bloody mess you know yeah. um that guy in the bar and luke oh, gets his know. hand chopped off uh you know we, we see tons of delimbing stuff um an ewok so I, an ewok dies an ewok died <laughs> thank god that was that was Jeez. no ooh, that's always been a, <laughs> always a, like a little rousing for me honestly um and but so yeah, yeah i was a little i was i was purpose so i was purposely watching in this i was like do lightsabers kill people in this like is disney gonna yeah. keep trying to disney the lightsabers um but uh no like we do see people get stabbed we see them get sliced we don't see them get like cut in half or anything mm-hmm. which i right. wish we did you know darth again darth maul cut in half and fell down a shaft like in two if pieces you've, if you're a fan <laughs> of star wars as a kid you've seen the stuff so you've seen some shit man seen you've some shit some man shit. you've seen you've some been, shit you've been through some stuff you've been through some but stuff. Uh, so, so yeah. and it does like if you do watch like there are some moments like um ezra does decapitate one of those like remember the big zombie guys that were fighting them yeah he does decapitate the one and the head rolls off but like the actual he's already a zombie though well it's a zombie and the actual like cut where he decapitates it was like hidden by like he jumped up from his back cut the head off and the head fell off and like Mm -hmm. that moment where he actually cut the head was behind a wall like the camera was following him get up then they were behind the wall yeah and then the head comes off over here you know so you didn't actually see it and um like when uh uh ahsoka kills like that inquisitor and then when she maybe kills uh uh morgan uh it's just like a slice in the belly it's just like a red glowing slice you know yes it's not like it's not like she got cut in half and i'm just like for sure like people have been stabbed all the way through in in the, the disney era star wars and not died like do we really think just like a slice on the top is gonna do it you know yeah (laughs) we'll we'll find out we'll find out next season um but yeah i was was thinking the same thing but he does eventually he's i mean he's killing people and he's killing the undead so i Mm. i don't know it was cool to see him just use the force though and it was cool um there's a cool moment between balin and hati where he sends her to fight um Sabine and um, uh, Ezra, and he's basically going to stay back and fight Ahsoka. Like he knows what he has to do, and um, he basically says, "Like this is where our path parts," you know, and kind of has a moment with his with his Padawan. And um, oh, I forgot about yeah. that because yeah. yeah, at the end he's like looks like he starts going on his own mission. Yeah, and that's kind of we see him at the end standing on a sweet statue mm-hmm. of again probably some old force temple there or something. It's, I don't know. I'll tell you about and, this stuff here. What is this? Oh, you want to know? Let's let's wrap, what? wrap up the rest, and now we'll get to that. But okay, so yeah, we see them uh, do that. It was another great fight between him and Ahsoka. I thought this one was like a little quicker paced. It didn't didn't have the mm-hmm. same stumbles that I saw. I love their first duel, but there was like moments where I'm just like, it looks like they're they have to be like delicate at times. This one felt fast, faster mm-hmm. and better. Um, but she runs away from him and goes and meets up with um 
uh, Sabine and Ezra, and they kill all the stormtroopers, and then uh, crazy blonde girl surrenders because um, ships come shooting and stuff. And um, and mm-hmm. eventually, though, they're going to go face off against Thrawn. And I, this was final episode. I love this. You know, they go in. Yeah. Just watching them take out all those stormtroopers. And stormtroopers felt dangerous, too. Even the way they get in, too. How they're like, um, they're getting shot at, like, from above. Oh, yeah, just, yeah. They have to get through the doors. Oh, it's sweet, man, too. That was sweet. That was awesome. That was awesome. Oh, man. What a... Yeah, I forgot about that. That was awesome. But, yeah, they get in and it's like... like he's like, hellfire raining on them. Yeah. That was awesome. That was and... The fighting, the stormtroopers felt dangerous, but they they took them all out, and that's when yeah. the uh, Dathomir witches they bring them all back as zombies, and they're like, "Have you seen this before?" And I haven't seen this before. And if you do yeah. remember in the Fallen Order video game, yes, they they do the like the dead sisters yeah. come back to life, like on when you're trying to escape yeah. Dathomir. Um, I think in Clone Wars, there's something they bring something back to life too. Oh yeah, they do that one there because um, Dooku sends yeah. the the uh, uh, General Grievous to go kill yeah uh, them because they were like doing voodoo torture to Dooku. Um, so he sends so, Grievous and his army, and then they're just like wiping them out, and then they raise up. Uh, some of the fallen sisters through their magic. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. That's that was a, a sweet episode. That was a sweet a cool episode. Really cool. Um, but yeah, so they're going through, and it's like Thrawn is never panicking, but like none of these things are working. <laughs> they keep just succeeding in everything they do. They turn Morgan into a night sister, right? They like yeah. officially do it, and uh, they're like. There's no way out of this. Like you, you're gonna commit, and she's like, "Yep." And they give her a sweet, sweet weapon. Yeah, Mother like Talisman's sword. And Mother Talisman yeah. was the head Dathomir witch back on Dathomir. Um, and that yeah. sword she used to fight. I think Mace Windu is who when we first saw it or something. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I think, I thought she was dead from Grievous. But I think maybe she came back. You know, sure. Again, that is one thing. I love Filoni, but Filoni and like the Disney Star Wars era, like they just keep bringing people back. No one dies. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, she's not alive now, but it's her sword. Um, And that's the sword she uses to when she faces off against Ahsoka, which was. And they let and they let the others run right through, by the way. I know they they face up. I was kind of like, okay, so you're gonna let them go. I mean, they had a plan, obviously, because so Ezra and Sabine go on, and Ahsoka just takes on this this uh, Morgan, and it's a pretty sweet duel. Um, by the way, Ahsoka earlier on killed Marak. We we missed it in that in sort of the same way Obi Wan killed Maul. Like they're lining up, and like. She puts her her lightsaber up like this, and that makes Maroc think he can get his double blade spin action going, and it's just like one move, and she like got mm-hmm. him. Remember that? That's how oh, he yeah. got. That's how he got killed. I forgot like how she did it. That was You're cool. talking about the creepy Sith Inquisitor guy, the smoke guy, the Inquisitor guy. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I yeah. like that because it doesn't like like it doesn't ha- always have to be a, like a crazy battle, like a crazy duel. Like that one just just perfectly executed one move. Mm. So very samurai esque. Very samurai esque. Yeah. Anyway, she fights Morgan. Great fight. What do you think about it? I yeah, I loved this one. To me, felt like the 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 overall best looking one like there wasn't any mm-hmm. I, I thought her fight her second fight with Balin I was thinking I was really watching it too I was like like is this where are the slow moments and I felt like I didn't see as many if any in the, yeah. the second Balin one this one too I felt like was a little more acrobatic mm-hmm. um, and was quicker paced you know and I wondered also too, that if, great yeah. yeah yeah if if like the wider shots if they if they had like a body double for Rosario Dawson and like a, like a stunt double sword double come in, um, mm-hmm. I would really love to just, you know, like I love that, like Caden Christensen and Hugh McGregor did all their lightsaber stuff. I would love that Rosario would, if she would do her own, if, you know, and I wish that I hope that's what happened. I don't know though. Um, but yeah, parts, there was a lot more like wider shots and I was like, they probably could mm-hmm. have, if they didn't, they probably could have used a double here. Um, but all of it looked Probably. good, yeah. and it like they fight down there, and then they go upstairs. Yeah, didn't it feel like a like a boss battle in a video game? Yeah, it's, it's like it, oh, well, you can't you can't leave this room until you defeat this one, and then you can move on in your quest. Uh, it, that's what it, it felt so like. cool. And then like Stormtrooper, it felt like but, a, a good arena room for that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a lot of people say like the first two seasons of Mando felt like video game esque, but it it was so good because of that you know yeah like video yeah. games make like some of the best media you know that you go from yeah. fighting a certain kind of Great enemy stories. the story progresses you fight a harder kind of enemy and that's basically what was happening here it, it, it felt very much like you're progressing through like the final mission in a video game you're fighting yeah. some of the harder villains you fought here's some even harder ones that you fought throughout but now there's more of them all together and there's a right. boss and then after that boss there's another boss you know it's yeah. uh it was it was sweet it was great um yeah. what'd you think of the fight what'd you think of it i loved it i loved it that was great i love uh that you're fighting with something that's not a lightsaber too like a, like those swords or it's just it's just cool um but yeah so she wins the fight she makes it up but meanwhile thrawn's taken off thrawn is ready to go out and um they are who are they fighting here they're fighting um who who stops ezra and um the sisters right oh it's those big zombie guys it's like the big zombie zombie stormtroopers yeah Um, they beat them and but it's tough because they're like creepy zombie things under their their meanwhile the the star cruiser starting to take off and once they beat them they're sort of like oh it's too far to jump and sabine's like i'll push you and he's like, I don't you trust your shitty force powers. <laughs> and she's like, all right, what else do you want to do? So anyway, um, and then she does it. And um, he gets on the ship, but she is not able to get make it as well. She stays back. because We're not sure what she's going to do because Ahsoka's still there. And, and Ahsoka's getting still overwhelmed. And, and yeah. you're kind of wondering because like before she didn't help Ahsoka, you know, she was worried about the orb and all that stuff. Um, and that's when Ahsoka got pushed off the cliff and there's the whole thing between the two of them. Like they, Ahsoka didn't yeah. support her and blah, blah, blah. 
Um, but she turns back for, you know, she's like, you're not alone. Yeah. And she has her gun and her lightsaber. And then, and it's pretty sweet. Ahsoka ends up finishing off uh, Morgan, maybe kills her. I don't know. Mm. But she ends up actually disarming her because she lost one of her two lightsabers and she has one lightsaber. She takes mm. her sword and then slashes both of them across Morgan um, and she yeah. falls down. And you see again, just Come like on, a that has to slash. kill her. It has to kill her. That was sweet. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, um, they are stuck on that planet as the uh, Thrawn gets gets away, and Ezra stowed away on that ship. You, you see a little scene of him. Um, he knocks out a couple stormtroopers, and then he takes one of their comms and says, "I, I can't remember if he says everything's all right or something." Yeah, that's what he said. Very yeah, like Han and, uh, Solo, you know. Yeah, and he puts on the armor and. Uh, later on, he had taken one of their cruisers, and he arrives where Hera is, and he comes off the ship, and um, and it's a nice reunion between Ezra and Hera. This was who haven't seen one each other thing, in a long time. You know, it was cool that he's back again. Though people who don't like know Rebels, like this whole scene is supposed to be like kind of emotional and be like, "Here's your payoff for the Rebels finale that happened what five, mm-hmm. six years ago? I don't know." Yeah, half a half a decade ago, and um, but like a lot of people were like, I don't know what this is, but <laughs> but he gets off, and uh, and why is he dressed in full stormtrooper? You know, why does he have the helmet on? Like he could easily have just diffused that tension by yeah. just stepping <laughs> off the ship and like without a helmet, because like you land on a new Republic ship, you know. Let's, like first of all, they must have had to have let him in then, because they could just destroy his yeah. his little cruiser. So they must have let him on, and then you're gonna be like, "All right, I'm gonna get him good. I'm gonna get him good with my helmet on." How it's funny like, would it have been if he just got shot? On <laughs> oh, stormtrooper! <laughs> stop! Stop right there! <laughs> stormtrooper! And then that's it. <laughs> then they check him. Oh, Ezra! Oh no! Ezra's not in season two. <laughs> no, but um, so a night, so we have him. Obviously, now they'll be on in the other world. They could probably help get Ahsoka and Sabine later on. I would think. But uh, meanwhile, Thrawn's back. Thrawn's ready to wreak havoc. In I assume what's going to be season two, unless they put it in Mandalorian season four or make another show spin off and put critical parts of a different show in that show. Uh, we'll see. I hope not. I hope they <laughs> I start, I hope you know, I, it like her second cameo. It might be important. I don't know her second cameo. You know, she was in Boba Fett too. And she was with yeah. Luke where Luke starting up his new school. Um, but you know, she wasn't super important there, but maybe it's important to know no. she was with Luke. And like, so you have to watch, all of Boba Fett. I, I hope they start to if it if they cameo in another show. I hope it's just like a meaningless like like a one off adventure, you know. And if you don't see it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Tell you what, I, I think the her her cameos and the show have made me like Ahsoka a lot more than I used to. I've yeah. always liked Ahsoka. I've never not liked Ahsoka. Yeah, I never disliked her. Like, they've they've really done justice to her character in these. In, in these shows um 
So really happy with that. That's where our season ends. I don't think, am I missing anything? Well, let's get to the ending uh, now. Let me explain okay. the ending. So I, and I didn't know this when I first saw it. This is me doing some research, but um, what we see is we see Balin uh, mm-hmm. standing on top of that cool mountain there, Balin skull. And he's looking out from this giant mountain old man with a finger pointing out. And he's standing on the straight out of like Lord of the Rings. Yes. Very cool. But he's looking at a temple with like this sort of light off and in the distance. So that mountain, if you go back and look at it, the mountain, that old man, there's a figure. If your perspective of the the mountain to the left of the mountain, there's a, a guy. There's another figurehead. And to the right of it, there's the body of a woman with the head missing. What that is, those are the three force gods from that Mm. the mortis episode where obi-wan and anakin and ahsoka land on this planet where they basically meet like embodiments slash gods of the force and the father Mm. the old man that balin is standing on represents balance and his child um his children he has one who represents the dark side the sun and his daughter represents the light side the old man balance he wanted anakin to be his successor um Mm -hmm. because he knew he was going to die at some point and if you remember even in the movies anakin's prophecy was he was the one to bring balance to the force and then the son you know the dark side though he ends up killing his father he uses some sort of specific dagger and then he also um infects or somehow controls ahsoka remember him ahsoka and anakin fight Mm -hmm. and eventually though that sort of like infection he does to her ends up killing her but then Mm -hmm. the daughter the light side ends up giving her life to ahsoka um to bring her back and so that's why that owl is always following ahsoka around that owl is like sort of like the reincarnated light uh side daughter god right so that all happened in clone wars in Rebels, yep. when Ezra was going to the World Between Worlds, he went through yes. that that mural. And the son, after he left and came back, or I forget when, the son, originally, his drawing head was looking straight forward. And when he came back, it was like looking at different, it was like profile view. So like the son mm. moved. So it's like, is the son alive? Because even though the daughter's like dead, she's alive as the owl, sort of watching out. So some are speculating because Anakin, uh, even though, you know, he did fall to the dark side um, and became Darth Vader, he did end up killing the Emperor and balance to the Force. He brought balance to the Force, and now he's a Force ghost. And some are wondering if Anakin's Force ghost is now the Balance God, the the Father. I like this. And some speculate because the daughter gave her powers to Ahsoka that she is the daughter. Which um, would make. And that some people are wondering if Balin would be the son now because he's now following whatever's being shown here to that temple. I kind of wonder, though, um, and this is another sort of extended lore that Disney retconned and said his legend so i now this is me so all this stuff i've heard other places now this is this is as far as i know this is steve only theory here um so 
you know, in originally Clone Wars, you know, before Disney era, it was kind of like, mm, this is kind of maybe it's true. Maybe it's canon. Maybe it's not. Um, and, you know, Anakin had this Padawan. There was also a video game that came out that George Lucas at the time said was canon. And it was Darth Vader had a Padawan. Um, mm -hmm. And that was Starkiller. And that and it was mm -hmm. in a video game mm -hmm. called Star Wars The Force Unleashed. Um, Good, great game. Yeah. Great game. And I kind of wonder if that character, because Filoni likes to bring back things that make them canon, I wonder That'd be cool. if he'll be brought back. And the thing is, too, Sam Whitworth, I think is the name, is the actor who played the son, the dark side son, mm -hmm. and he played mm -hmm. the character of Darth Vader's apprentice um the star killer um oh so i kind of wonder if you know now anakin's the father he has one apprentice who was on the light side ahsoka and he had one yeah. apprentice who was on the dark side star killer i want <gasps> to get a star killer that comes that back dark side sam whitworth will be able to play him so that'll be the son and star killer oh please i can't i don't know dude I don't know if that'll happen. That makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. That's that's I haven't seen anywhere else, but me tying in what I've these other theories I've seen, you know, from you know, Soka being the new light side and Anakin becoming the uh father now. I it it kind of makes sense. Um but some speculate mm, the speculating I've seen so far is that Balin will become the son. Um and he'll be the dark side. And there's no chance what was the name of Starkiller? I think his name was just Starkiller. I think he was Vader's apprentice. I don't think he had a name other than Starkiller. What was his backstory? Was he did he escape from the Jedi Temple as well? I don't think so. I don't think we okay. ever got. I think he was just some someone that uh, Vader found and raised as his secret apprentice. Um, okay. 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 And he's a, a, a force sensitive. I was going to say, is there any chance? There's no chance that Balin could be. Mm. Well, that would be cool. Maybe he is. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But, but obviously then Starkiller would have had to come from the Jedi temple. Cause they talk a lot about his Jedi well, again, days. If, if they, you know, uh, Thrawn was originally in the sequel trilogy that was written in books. And that trilogy, mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. though it's it's now retconned, it doesn't exist. Thrawn was brought back, and now they've retconned and you know said that the Force Unleashed games aren't canon. But you know, will that character still come it back? Could change, but just different. So maybe you're right. Maybe that is, maybe. But it sounded like he didn't sound like maybe he ever, because he mentioned he's like, oh, I knew Anakin at the temple, you know. So, oh, yes, probably not. Probably maybe. Not, who knows? Idea. Well, then again, he could be talking about Anakin and not Vader, right? It's almost like two different people. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Probably not. I'm going to lean toward not, but who knows? But yeah, that's a, those are fantastic theories. And man, it's just, it's just, it's bringing us back to like, well, the theories we were having after uh, episode seven came out. You know, yep. Before, when we yep. first saw the trailer and we were talking when we were first seeing, remember we saw the uh, episode eight trailer and we were going to have a cardio yeah. palm test the next day. Oh, yeah. Well, forget that. And we, were, we were fried <laughs> from the test before. 
Like we had a test day for a musculoskeletal test or something. We and did I'm fine. Like, yeah, we we passed, but <laughs> mine wasn't that yeah. great. I think you did all right. I don't, mine, I don't remember, but mine was like on the the edge of mastery. Maybe I didn't even get mastery on that one. I don't know, but um, but I was fried. I remember just being fried that night from all the studying. And then just like, I have to do more cardio pump. And then that trailer dropped. And I was like, I am done. <laughs> we just talked theories all night. Um, yep. That was great. But but yeah. But anyway, so that temple. So another thing with the temple. And I didn't know about the. Apparently, there's a mother character, too. So there's the father, the, the mm-hmm. son, the daughter. And there's apparently a mother who was actually mortal. And um, she eventually got some sort of power and I don't know if she became Avaloth or her power was Avaloth. I don't know. But then she became evil. Sounds like, And they had to... Like yeah. And they had to imprison her though. Um, yeah. The family because she was like wild and uncontrolled. But now the family's wow. dead. And so I kind of wonder if maybe that temple he's going to is where the mother is. Um, well, that's an... Again, that's a theory. I don't... I didn't come up that one. I saw it somewhere else. John. Wow. That's so cool. there, um, I hope. Seems I like, hope. I know. I know Ray Stevenson died. No. Uh, but I hope that they're still re- able to use this character in some way and, and go because I'm I'm really excited about that storyline. Yeah, you know, and I think um, they're going to explore more of that sort of gray Jedi stuff with this because it's like so cool. It's they they both respect the Jedi Order, you know, Ahsoka and him, but they both don't like what it really did. Um, you know, and they don't really hate each other. They're just, they both have like their own interests. Um, so, I mean, he's an awesome character and I'm, I'm really curious to see what they were, what they're going to do with this. Cause clearly those statues were the, the, the Mortis trilogy people. Um, yeah. and, um, whatever sort of crazy arc Filoni has set up from the clone wars and the rebels into this, um with all that i think will be really cool to see so I, yeah i hope that doesn't end and i hope that it's balin who does it i hate you know i hate like recasting a character just so we can keep that character but i do want that character and and i will remember yeah. ray stevenson's portrayal as being amazing fantastic fantastic yeah um look that was that's ahsoka <laughs> that is um, ahsoka that's Ahsoka, and um, again, just blew me out of the water compared to what I was expecting. And um, I, where does it rank? And now all of the Star Wars shows that have come out, uh, live action shows, uh, it's up there. It's it's probably. I mean, I loved the first two seasons of Mando. I love Same. them. Um, I don't know. I think honestly, as a show itself. One of the reasons I liked yeah. Mando so much was because it was a Star Wars show live action that was yeah. awesome. And we were seeing cool things. Mando culture reminded me so much of like samurai and Vikings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second season was so emotional. Um, but like this show, you know, and it, part of it too was just like enjoying Star Wars again after mm-hmm. like being mm-hmm. let down by the sequel trilogy. And now, yeah, 
as just like a show by itself, a first season, I think this first season is better than the first season of Mando. Um, but it is kind of Again, like Rebels, Rebels, Clone Wars season three, though. You know what I mean? It it, it also has yeah. It also just has what I want, which is lightsaber duels, lightsaber action. I mean, I love lightsaber duels. It's like the hallmark of Star Wars, is it not? Yeah, I mean, it's and there's so <laughs> every episode's got something, and it's great. Uh, it didn't, but it didn't feel like too much. I don't think. Um, no, it never I'm felt sure like I it could was ever being too much. Everyone felt um, unique and mm-hmm. like they just really cared about it. it. Didn't feel like they're like, all right, let's have some lightsabers go and clash around and bang and and while we just to fill up some action. Everyone felt like they cared about the choreography and and yeah. like the story of it and everything. It was all really good. Yeah. So um great job everyone involved in the show. Very excited for another season of this. Uh not sure when we're gonna get it. Um there's gonna be scenes from this show. I, I'm gonna go back and rewatch many times. Yeah. Oh there yeah. it is. Oh there it is now. That's the Clone Wars yeah. battle right behind me right now. I'm definitely gonna watch this episode now that we just talked. <laughs> oh man. What an episode. What an episode. But yeah, I mean, I think that basically wraps it up. Um, please let us know your thoughts on this the show, this first season. Um, you know, is there anything we missed? Any big points? Anything you really liked? Um, obviously, there's probably more we didn't get to, but we we tried to talk about as much as we could here. But but really, there's a lot of little things too. Um, a lot of little Easter eggs that callbacks to Rebels. Like for example, another one I just thought of was in Sabine's. Um, home in the beginning, you see the stormtrooper helmet uh, and gear in the corner from one of the rebels adventures that they went on, where they had to dress up stormtroopers. Oh, stormtrooper, okay. yeah, yeah. So like, cool. there's just that, you know, just little cool things like. That. Um. Yeah, I'm just yeah. glad this was a Star Wars show that delivered on things I want with like a level of care that someone actually cares about it and not just like pushing yeah. out content you know that's what totally obi-wan to me felt like it was there were some cool things in it but it really just felt like it was pushing out content um and you know the first seasons the first two seasons of mando didn't feel that way um and this didn't feel that way and it was good so yeah yeah i'm just so happy with that and i i'm ready for season two already yes um i was like oh man i wish there was more episodes of this when it ended um yeah i feel like when season two comes comes out and it's like oh i better rewatch season one i'll be like excited to do so based on Mm -hmm. how much i like the show like oh absolutely rewatch that oh yeah you know Mm -hmm. great great so anything else steve no no if you if you have any other theories about the ending or or anything else that we might have missed let us know um because i don't think there is any like hard evidence so it's not like you're gonna give us a spoiler so just let us know what you think just let us know the theories we never Um, know what they're gonna do in star wars yeah we had our theories about episode eight and we were all wrong (laughs) in the worst way yeah and if you you did like this um check out our star wars playlist of stuff we talk about the prequels sequels originals we talk about Mando season one and two, um, mm. and we talk about this. So 
make sure to check that out. We're going to get back to uh, covering the King Arthur show, uh, Winter King. Winter King. Um, more things down the line, too. Outlander, stuff like that. Um, we'll probably cover season three of Mando. We didn't just love it as much, so we didn't jump into it. Um, yeah. But we'll probably do that maybe before like season four comes out or something. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, let us know if there's anything else you want to see or totally. all that fun stuff. Yeah. Well, but anyway, it's like we always say, are you Papa Dee Da Poop? Are you Papa Dee Da Poop? Are you Papa Dee Da Poop? Nope, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>